Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the intermission. This week we're talking about the future of Star Wars. There's been a ongoing tidal wave of more and more shit happening in the Star Wars news department ever since Lucasfilm got bought by Disney. And it's come to a head in the last week or two with the announcement that beyond J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, our old pal, will be writing and directing Mm -hmm. the next two in the trilogy. And we, generally speaking, I I speak for the trees here, don't want to do this again. So (laughs) next time we talk about Star Wars will be a commentary in in a few years. No, we're not getting away with that. Well, we'll see what happens. You know, we should try though. Yeah. In any case, I agree. I support the trying, but I don't anticipate. I wanted. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. I mean, I'll take the credit or blame that I was. This was this topic was my suggestion, uh, just because it's like let's just get this out of the way now and say everything that really there is to be said, and we can just ignore the next eighteen months. Yeah. So that we don't have to be like, oh, they post. You know, we don't have to do Harrison Ford has a hangnail. Stop the presses. So that is pretty amazing, though. That that uh, if you're listening from from the future yeah um <laughs> this is the week that there was an, the announcement that harrison ford you know he was taken off the set because he he first it was he'd injured his ankle then it was broken his ankle then it was broken his leg i'm like yeah. okay next week he's gonna be dead he's gonna yeah. be i know that's yeah, a, yeah. he's gonna be septic by tuesday anyway yeah. i'm sorry i skipped it's the entire like, intro it's, part it's the joke about the cat you know it's like you don't tell me the cat's dead right away you yeah. tell me the cat's <laughs> on the roof play oh he fell oh we have to take him to the vet yeah. you know? we're on the way to the vet we're at the vet vet says it's gonna be okay uh-oh yeah. something happened oh, we took a turn for oh, the worst the cat died yeah. oh. how's <laughs> grandma grandma fell off the roof, <laughs> well, she's, on the roof. <laughs> she's playing on the roof harrison ford fell off the millennium falcon you guys it's going to be okay. Anyway, myself as always, T. Christie, my friend Brian William Fenifter. Greetings. Michael Darkman Scott. Hello. And Trey Amazing Stokes. What? So Star Wars, I was surprised that Trey brought it up because usually you're the one who's more like, let's just not even talk about this shit until it's out. Well, I, I basically, I just want to take credit for, you know, calling it about a year ago about what's happening now. That's all. I just wanted to, you know, get my, get my attaboy for. What specifically? Nailing. Well, you know, we'll get into this. That's a broader picture. But, but um, it just, it did. Well, we were, the real, real reason is because we were just kind of, we needed to do an episode and it's like, we didn't really have anything to talk about. It's like, well, there sure is some Star we Wars sort happening. of started with the Star Wars thing and it's really sure has are been, tired of all these Star Wars. Yeah, really. And it's just that it is really interesting that you're really kind of getting, you're really seeing, we're finally seeing you know the well what's it going to mean when disney takes over lucasfilm and be, you know starts to manage star wars as a property it's like we're seeing what's happening now and it's actually you can you know it's not surprising at all what's happening and it's no. i i'm going to go on a limb and say it's mostly awesome what they're doing with star wars i'm good so far yeah i was just listening this morning to our uh, disney buys lucasfilm podcast from a couple of years ago just to kind of catch up on it and, and we're like oh my god you guys what's <laughs> happening <laughs> we that is some like look dude we have a podcast so that's a dorky baseline just to start with yeah. our first episode was a star wars thing and then you can just keep adding layers and layers of dork on top of that i have never heard us be such dorks as on that episode <laughs> when we were when we were contemplating what what it meant for the future of the fan film uh industry and world the whole thing yeah, yeah. And, and like about oh my god who's it gonna be and we like i called jj abrams i think everyone called jj abrams later i said it was gonna be gore verbinski i thought it was a safe bet at the time it still could be yeah (laughs) and it's just gonna be everyone now that's the great thing the cool and the recent one is i i wouldn't have ever called ryan johnson yeah uh i i I like ryan johnson i like his sensibility and him personally yeah i had friend of the show ryan yes (laughs) hi ryan (laughs) we wish you luck bro like all the luck in the world because you know absolutely Dear God, please don't let me fuck this up. Yeah, that was that was about the best possible response right there. Yeah, anytime you can throw right stuff at my Star Wars news, I'm I'm happy about it. <laughs> but I wouldn't have called Ryan Johnson. I would have, you know, I would have seen it as being a JJ or or, or a Joss or like a Gore Verbinski, someone who's been handling these big tentpole genre movies. 
Uh, and and Ryan's, I think of more like an indie guy. Like I think of him in terms of being the guy who makes these little cool think pieces and well, like but great episodes of Breaking Bad and shit. Not yeah, but I mean, I I think then again, so was Joss before Avengers. Yeah, Lu- yeah. I mean, everybody and, and, eventually gets that promotion. Yeah, yeah. Loop, and Looper was was a step in that direction. Yeah, that was you know, that was a that big kind of enough stuff. movie. And and Gareth Edwards is only one movie from being Mr. Super Indie Dude. Mm-hmm. You know, this is true. Speaking of which, you after know, Godzilla, yeah. credit card financing filmmaker yeah. guy. Yeah. What he was made- your guys' reaction to the Ryan Johnson thing? I'm I'm a fan. I like Ryan Johnson. We have our issues with uh, Looper, as we talked about in the commentary, but yeah. and uh, talked about with him. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and he's aware of them. Uh, oddly enough, uh, but right. obviously, overall, I mean, he's like, it's exactly what you say. Like him and his sensibility, and who he is as a person. Uh, his Breaking Bad, uh, Ozymandias episode is amazing. Uh, so it's it comes back down to the same with you know Abrams and most most uh directors that's like as long as they have a script that is solid i'm good so and and Kaz, as, Kazden as long under- as Kazden's still in there exactly i'm totally Kazden underneath abrams i'm good with and as long as Kazden is still underneath ryan johnson <laughs> i'm really good so uh i despite the fact that looper is a little shaky on some aspects i'm still very very happy i don't care what the sexual position is so long as one of the sexual partners is lawrence kasdan <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. that's right oh i'll watch any porn with lawrence oh yeah <laughs> missionary dog top whatever. bottom just, which you know, you know what it is i just like seeing kasdan in that way you know? as long as kasdan's on screen i'm i'm, I'm renting it <laughs> in case you don't perhaps happen to know this i'm assuming if you're watching a video of people talking about star wars on the internet you know this <laughs> but <laughs> uh people have been talking they know about more about it than we do probably like, yeah the, the the sort of unholiness of having different directors for like even a trilogy not even different movies but a trilogy they should all like that dude, happened, the original trilogy yeah, was three but, different directors yeah it's it's a the only time there was all the same director was the prequels and that was yeah. yeah and that to me that was the most that was the most exciting thing about the harry potter movies when they were changing things up and yeah. we were seeing different things and um that i think for what it's worth benefited the twilight movies to keep changing things up and it's been it benefited the, the hunger, uh, games. hunger games although yeah. it's it's all francis lawrence from from here uh, on out from here on out but but um, yeah, I think people tend to forget that that the single director trilogies is really more of a development of of yeah. uh, George the the prequels. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't until <laughs> I thought you were gonna go. Uh, fucking what's his name? That guy. The, the, well, the yeah, guy. Who is that guy? The fucking Who's the guy that used Jab, to do Star Jabba Wars? neck bulge guy. Yeah. Um, Fuck you, Rick Berman. Yeah, I mean, because it was X Men with. It wasn't until you know the kind of the prequel era and maybe X Men. With X one and X two, well, what usually with Singer that's, and Sam Raimi and Spider Man. Well, that's exactly it. What would usually happen in a trilogy, like the 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 trope culturally was, what would happen in a trilogy is the same person would do the first and the second, and then the third would be some random someone <laughs> else would come in, and fuck it all up. Like right. That that was that was always the thing. <laughs> What's weird? Well, it and from my perspective, to me, trilogies are still an aberration. Yeah. That's like you know you didn't make three of the same damn movie. That's that's you know Star Wars started that nonsense you know and then Back to the Future kind of did it and then it's like oh now everyone's gonna for- and three let's stop it why stop it three let's make nine of them you know the only series that that really qualifies for that is James Bond was right. was the aberration that was like we're just gonna keep making these things we're just gonna keep grinding yeah. them out James Bond just became like a big budget movie theater TV show. Yeah, but and that's yeah, fun when they keep changing directors too. Well, it's like, and that's and that's what I'm what I'm kind of getting at here is like when when Disney bought Lucasfilm, there's a there's a plus and a minus to it, and they're the same to me. They're the flip side of exactly the same coin. As soon as Disney bought Lucas, I said, "Wow, we are going to get all the Star Wars we can possibly stand," <laughs> and, and, and then some. they are going to sell us 
every flavor of Star Wars in every size box that they can. If we'll buy it, they will give it to us, which, you know, okay, because there's no greater force for marketing in the universe than the Disney marketing machine. That's just how it is. The Disney ecosystem, as they call it. Exactly. But the flip side of that, I think we're starting to see the, the, the avalanche starting to happen. Yes, they're selling us every possible Star Wars they can come up with. But what that's going to do, I think it's very positive for Star Wars in terms of the movie component of it. Because obviously Star Wars has a whole, you know, the whole EU and the books and everything else. But in terms of the movie, the movies have always been so goddamn precious mm. because they were just George's thing. And it's like George said this, it went, you know, and George it has to be. And he got a little just like. Early Star Trek versus next gen Star Trek was everything was a little precious and it took a couple of seasons for next gen to get off of that holiest of holies vibe and just remember to tell good stories and have some fun with the concept of Star Trek. And part of that was because Gene Roddenberry was being phased out of the process and other people were starting to yeah. to take it and reinterpret it and you know take that as a starting point but then go off in some interesting new directions with it and, and not the, think about it as like I'm writing the new testament exactly. just be like you're writing more and stories to the point where Star Trek is now there's so much media of Star Trek that you can pick and choose you can go oh I didn't like the next gen but I really liked Voyager well I didn't really care for Enterprise but I really liked the original series well I like the first movies but I don't like the the Abrams movies 10 years from now that's Star, That's Star Wars. Just like 10 years ago, this was starting for Marvel. Disney uh-huh. was starting like, oh, they're making a Marvel movie. I hope that turns out. Well, now they make nothing but Marvel movies <laughs> because we will take a Marvel movie. And you can pick and choose. You can go, well, the Avengers was awesome, but the Ang Lee Hulk was bullshit. But you don't have to get caught up in it. You just pretend that one didn't exist. You just like <laughs> ignore that one. So, so as far as this one is like... It's great because if Abrams Star Wars isn't that great, well, Ryan Johnson's might be awesome. Yeah. And Gareth Edwards might suck but be interesting. And we can just sort of – Star Wars is just sort of a thing and it's not going to be these yeah. six these six little jewels that, that have was, to be defended or, or whatever. And, and you could even be like, I don't even like most of the Star Wars movies I've seen. But yeah, the third but that, TV show that, I saw on ABC, that yeah, was the good show. That one show was I got, I got really into the like angel of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the second spinoff TV it's, show. It's absolutely true. But in doing that – it's it like you say it's it's two sides of the same coin because you're diluting Star Star Wars. Um, uh, yeah. I can't believe that I of all people almost made that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're you're diluting Star Wars. Did you um, almost say Star Trek? Is yes, I did. Yeah, okay. I was um, it, it's diluting it, but by so doing, it's like you can. When there were only going to be six movies, yeah. it's like it mattered. It that just you they lived were and good. died by. Oh yeah. my god, it's, it's like be awesome. If this and if they if you know if episode one's not good, it's like okay, one sixth of this yeah. is officially not good, and there's nothing yeah. we can do about. And there's it. a lot of people who are just like, but it's good. No, it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. I have too much invested in it. Yeah, I've like six more Star Wars movies down the road. Maybe we can have that intervention with people who are like, okay, the the, the prequels were really not that good. Yeah, <laughs> you can let it go. You can let that go. I feel like there's. I no, mean, that's it's almost. I don't feel like there's any left by and large that still will defend the prequels yeah they'll de- they'll defend it nostalgic wise they'll they'll do the thing yeah. that that we say about movies that we know or you know it's yeah. like yeah i know it's the bad, way, people, but the way people defend the goonies yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> but have you watched it lately I'm oh so, god no oh man i'm so glad there's like a pushback on the goonies finally yeah. because i was like i don't understand i had n- i completely missed the goonies as a child i had not seen the goonies until like yeah, six exactly. months ago yeah. me and too and i still haven't seen the goonies yeah, like I, I just missed that one. I was like, okay, I I get why this was a thing, but this is not good. 
Yeah. In the chat, Morgan, who, who's a Disney employee, is like, I haven't seen much new merch at the parks yet, but it's no, no, coming. No, no. It's oh, coming. Yeah, winter, it's winter coming. is coming. Yes. Oh, winter, winter is coming. Oh, sweet summer Star child. Wars land. <laughs> yeah. 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 Once, Which Star Wars land completely on board with. Yeah. Totally yeah. on board Once with. episode seven drops, you will never see anything else. That's yeah. just from then on. It's just That's the thing. Yeah. We, you haven't, it hasn't started. It yeah. really yeah. hasn't started There's going to be like Iron Man and Star Wars it's crossovers. Like they are gathering their forces. The wildlings are grouping on the far side of the wall. Raiders you have no idea what's coming <laughs> uh, but they're you know that's why they're just sort of they're just sort of clearing the tracks and softening up the ground which okay here they come speaking of the Game of Thrones overlap uh, Gwendolyn Christie is going to be in the Star Wars movie and yeah. if she does not play the most badass Jedi of all time that is an enormous crime <laughs> there is a plot problem there is no, a plot that. problem no I'm sorry no, she should be a princess <laughs> she's the she new should be the most badass of, princess Jedi of all time she's the new princess archetype Princesses can be eight feet tall. Princess Brienne of fucking tall. You know, it'd be really cool. It <laughs> just occurred to me that princess. this is a, a possible, like this is not an abject uncertainty or discertainty. You could get to the point where Disney is putting out like Star Wars cartoons for the kids. Well, they, well and they are. Right. <laughs> but like the like the young ones, like like Disney, like Little Mermaid kind of cartoons. Like Star and Wars And then babies. they could end up being, if you got one of those, it was good. Or maybe they go in a separate, then they could end up being Disney musical Star Wars cartoons. At which point, my life will have touched dicks <laughs> with itself, <laughs> and I will be this Ouroboros of, I'm never leaving my room again. I'm going to just hold up with the TV monitor and watch the Star Wars cartoon musical over and over Star again. Star Wars musical. With music by Alan Menken. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. <laughs> now, it occurs to me that while obviously the screenwriter or the director, and no one person can totally make or break a movie, but when you add a bunch of people in the kitchen, things can get kind of hairy. That being said... Is it, are we unwise to put this much faith in Lawrence Kasdan? Has he ever? I don't think he's ever like led us astray. But we're also no. just so unwise as, to as, lower your defenses. Yeah. As long as nobody saw Dreamcatcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. I still haven't seen Dreamcatcher. Did he write Dreamcatcher? Well, but so did William Goldman. He adapted so. Dreamcatcher. Yeah, oh. that's true. That was just so, that, was, know, just that was just a rough one. That was that was just of all the Stephen King books to try and adapt. I was like, really? That was just. You know, you don't have to adapt all of them, guys. Yeah. That would to be to be fair, <laughs> adaptation wise. Nailed it. Yeah. Like, that's, that's everything. That well, that's a, well the, uh, just a st- complete different segue. The most faithful Stephen King adaptation that's ever been done is The Langoliers, mm. which they were as faithful as faithful could be to every word of that novella. And I was, I actually, it's a whole other topic that we can talk about, but I actually was at the company that was doing the visual effects for The mm. Langoliers. And I was like, The Langoliers, that's like my favorite Stephen King novella of all time. I think it's awesome. How on earth are they making... Yeah. How are you going to visualize the Langoliers? That is something that works on paper, but I can't imagine. I, I, you know, I think, no, we're going to do it just like it's so big Pac-Man with, with buzzsaw teeth. That's, you're really doing that. Yeah, and then I, I, I helped them do it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is going to be like nine-tenths of the most awesome TV miniseries ever. And then at the end, everyone's going to go, what? Because it doesn't work visually. It doesn't work. So Dreamcatcher is a close second to that. Yeah. It's like the whole thing about the dream, my dream library and the thing. And, and it's just like, oh, that's that should stay on the page. <laughs> Kazan has a writing credit for Empire Along with Lee Brackett for Jedi, I think. Uh, he, I don't know if he was involved with Jedi. I think maybe a little, but his, he, but also like Raiders. Raiders yeah, he really yeah. Raiders, he yeah. dropped onto the scene with Raiders, basically. Yeah. And I, I think, and then went on. Was to it he? Because he started one before the other. Raiders. He, he was started he was, Raiders before Empire. Yeah, he he they, did they, Raiders, and they loved it. And then Lee Brackett 
died before she right. could do a, 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 a revision. So they were like, hey, I just read your script and it was tits. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he was, dude. he was still writing Raiders because I remember reading some interview. He was like, yeah, so I was still making Raiders. I was still writing Raiders. And they said, do you want to do the next Star Wars movie too? And they're like, well... I'm not done with this one yet. What if you don't like what yeah, I do? And yeah. you're like, oh, fuck it. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Eh, so far, so that's, good. That's it's, where we're going to get with, with these Star Wars movies. Yeah. Too. It's, it's like, like if Ryan Johnson eats it, well, we'll get the next guy. You yeah. know, it's like, all right. You know, it's like, oh, we're bringing so-and-so to, to punch it up. Um, so did they say, uh, the rumor did say that uh, Ryan Johnson is doing eight and nine. I heard, I've He's heard. writing. That's, that's what I I've heard. Different He's writing rumors. Both. I've heard. Ryan both committed to direct the first. As well. okay. okay. So, so someone else could come in for nine. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, as Edgar Wright has shown us, that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. You right. know, yeah. there, might, there might be creative differences or yeah. any number of reasons a year from now and he's out, but that's the plan right now. Yeah, exactly. It's like. Everyone who's been announced is very exciting, but until they start shooting, they are not actually <laughs> well, making Michael Star Wars movies. Well, Michael has already left. We've already had yeah. that switchover happen Who with has? Uh, Michael Lawrence. The, the Toy Story 3 guy. Yeah. Kasdan took over for him. And the thing that I heard, and this is totally just the rumor, so who, who God knows who if this knows. is true, yeah. but someone was saying that uh, Art's script was playing more with the idea of the kids, like Han, Luke, and Leia would be there, but it was more about the kids' story and sort of kicking off a new generation sort of thing going on. And the sort of revision tack that the new writer and crowd, Kazan and whoever else came along as ghostwriters, uh, took it more in the direction of, no, 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 Han, Luke, and Leia, please, just for a second. So we'll see how that just pans out. Just for seven. Yeah, just yeah. one, because <laughs> they're not going to be around that much longer. I don't know, man. I was one of the people, when this first happened, who was saying, I don't want to see like Han, Luke, and Leia anymore. Like, let's, let's. Well, that's the thing. I, it, yeah. it's, I certainly just don't want to see them as the focus. Right, exactly. Because it's just like your thing with the prequels where it's like, when the fuck did this become about Jedi? Go back and watch yeah. the, the movies. There was no Jedi shit happening. He was a guy trying to solve problems and he could do magic. But it wasn't a Jedi council. There was no politics. There were no meetings. Why is it about <laughs> Jedi this time? You're precious about the wrong detail. Yeah. I felt the same way about Han, Luke, and Leia where it's like, the thing I like about Star I like them a lot. But the thing I like about Star Wars is the universe as a character and the stories you can well, tell with it. The thing, and that's the thing. That's I think the, that's, that's honestly why the EU works so. That's well. also the difference. I think. Um, I agree between, with that. There's yeah. a difference between the saga films, i.e., the numbered episodes, and the spinoffs or or uh, yeah. whatever you want to call. Uh, no, 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 the movies. No, the, yeah. the, the, the just, movie. That's true. Gareth, oh, oh, oh. Gareth Edwards is not directing like. Ryan Johnson is directing the yeah he's the, this in the line yeah but Gareth Edwards is directing a quote spinoff yeah. whatever that means so right. episodes episodes one through <laughs> wherever they stop seven eight nine yeah, yeah those those I'm fine Ryan with Johnson. being kind of okay this is these are about the you know this the, is the, the Skywalker the story or whatever yeah. um, and then and then the spinoffs will be about Boba Fett whatever fuck it it's yeah fine. No, well okay uh, and, you, you know, know all right we'll let that one go but yeah the idea that that the movies will now have the equivalent of the EU yeah. where it's like now it's just this world or just be yeah and just be like okay we're um, gonna do a murder mystery in Star Wars yeah now. it's like why not yeah, it's like, we're just gonna have a murder I, mystery on, in just the, like the Avengers we're gonna know, do the, True Detective on Tatooine yeah, that's exactly, what we're just, gonna like, do just like, just like you know, the Marvel <laughs> Universe because the Marvel the Force un- is a flat circle <laughs> the Marvel Universe is such a huge universe that yeah. you can have an entire movie about this guy and you can have another movie about that girl and you can have, you can have a TV show about those the, guys the two of them together and a television show about those people yeah. and it all kind of can be in all one convenient what I want what I've heard the rumor of and they better fucking do 
it is some kind of X-wing Rogue Squadron. Yeah, I mean, the give the, me my fighter pilots. The in Top space. Gun TV yeah. series based on X-wings is like you know somebody please, please make please that. Please fucking that would God be do fantastic. that. In fact, you know it's like they're working their way down the list. I mean, I, I'm the Pink Five guy. I'm going to get a call eventually. I mean, that's <laughs> pretty much guaranteed to happen. But um, I'm I'm annoyed that I haven't. I'm legitimately annoyed I haven't gotten a call already because <laughs> because because <laughs> everyone's getting the call. Everyone get no because just like for the lightsaber or something because I'm literally at most one step removed from every single person exactly. who is currently directing We're, a Star everyone Wars in this movie. room is one Godzilla movie away from being Gareth yeah. Edwards. No, I mean I'm 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 one per, I'm one person removed, one degree of separation from the the people like yeah. I, I have a contact for every single one of the people yeah. who is directed now I'm like there is no way well, that they, nobody well that's, and again, that's well then you have to take that to mean that they've all considered it and decided no, I know fuck that guy God that's damn it. Well, this is a question yeah. I actually no way. This is I said, what, that, this well, is I said that I said Looper. that when this happened it's like you know the, 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 the nice hopefully the nice thing is the fact that there's going to be all Star Wars all the time is we're all going to get a shot eventually yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're going to get to us they're going to get to everybody they're going to get to everybody in the chat room eventually <laughs> you're all getting a Star Wars movie eventually you get a Star Wars movie and you get a Star Wars movie. The thing that I because they and can Mike do, will never like, ever get to choreograph it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like even, even my own, they'll be like, nope, it's unions. When, Owen, like when Owen Warren is making a Star Wars movie, even he won't call Mike <laughs> because at that point it'll just be funny to do that. Yeah, <laughs> like when all of our friends are making when you're making a Star Wars movie, you're not gonna be allowed to choreograph it. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just gonna become the thing that the universe has decided. This is the funny punchline we're gonna make out of Mike's life. <laughs> <laughs> it never happens. I uh, I'm surprised like, that they didn't I've, give I've Mike got Center one a call skill for the Arts Builders Club. The R2 Builders Club is doing the R2s. Yeah. But it's like the European one, right? Or oh, are you serious? I didn't yeah. know that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, these R2, the R2 <laughs> Builders Club has made better R2s than Lucasfilm for the past decade. And so they basically... They made better R2s than ever were made. Yeah. Well, yeah, R2. because they just make nothing but hero props because so, yeah, so that's what they do. R2, the R2, like, members of the R2 Builders Club are building the actual, have built the actual R2s for the, for the new movies. In the chat room, Faldor is like, if only Dorkman had been like, hey, I like that other magic bean in Yeah, Luther. I know. For See, now it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I was like, if, yeah, and that's the thing. I'm like, too I know he knows I'm out there. Yeah. <laughs> but I pissed him off. But the wrong way. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, but, you know, hey, so, you know, but, but we didn't, hey, I thought, I thought we were like, you know, I thought we were diplomatic. And it's like, look, this one didn't work for me, but we're not going to go all internet and go, and you suck, therefore. Yeah. It's like, look, this one didn't work, you know, it's I like, think for me. I'm, I'm looking 80% of it was awesome, and it just didn't quite come together yeah. for me. But, you know, you rock. You know, carry on. See the next I, um, one. And uh, now we're definitely going to yeah, see the next one. Yeah, now we're definitely looking forward to seeing the next one. I, re- I totally am. A friend of mine, uh, this is before the Ryan Johnson announcement, but a friend of mine had a birthday dinner at some steakhouse in Burbank, and we were like in this big dining room, and it was literally just our big table of people for his birthday there, and then one other table off on the other side of the corner. And I'm like one of the last people to show up, and I sit down, and my friend is sitting across from me. He goes, look, did you did you see who was at the other table as we walked by, as you walk, came in? I was like, no, no. Okay, don't look. But it's Tarantino. <laughs> Edgar Wright and Ryan Johnson. And of wow. course, I immediately turned that around and what? looked, and sure enough. It's like, all right, now, Brian, don't look. Okay, yeah. who is it? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Whoosh sound no effect. Way. And it was actually, Head turn 001 dot wave. It was, and it was actually uh, pretty shortly after the Breaking Bad finale. So what I really wanted to do, unfortunately, <laughs> they left before we left, but like on our way, I'll just walk by and like completely ignore Edgar Wright and Tarantino and look at Ryan Johnson and go, Ozymandias, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so but unfortunately, they left I want to interrupt you with your friends there. Yeah. <laughs> a friend of mine who has been on the show before, but shall remain nameless for the purposes of the story, is buddies with Ryan a little bit and ended up at one point at a dinner after some showing of something, just like them and Ryan Johnson and Shane Carruth and like one other person <laughs> just having drinks and eating pizza for the whole dinner. I, that, 
I've never been more jelly about two people who I <laughs> wouldn't recognize on the street in my entire life. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you at this point I would, but now I wouldn't. As at least out of those three, I was like, I wouldn't be able to pick Ryan Johnson out of a crowd, even I, though I, I love think him. I could yeah. now. I could now. And but Shane, I'd just be like, he's the guy in Primer, so yeah, you him. can recognize him, sort of. Yeah, but yeah, white guy. Yeah, yeah. Ryan him. Johnson. Until yesterday, there were pictures of him on Twitter. I, I, I couldn't have told yeah. you what he looked like. You know? I saw him because he did the he did the thing uh, the gag at ArcLight. ArcLight yeah. came out when he went out as dressed as an ArcLight employee and did the spiel. Oh, in case you don't so know, nice, in Hollywood, nice. there's theaters called the ArcLight where you get assigned seating and like an employee comes out and says we want to show you this movie congratulations it's two hours long no please stay here turn off your you cell phone exactly if we find you talking in this theater we will take you out we've got a sniper in the projection room yeah. chuck can i get a can i get an amen <laughs> <laughs> cool we're ready to go here enjoy your presentation of looper thank you very much yeah. and so, people applaud and all that so as a and and sometimes at uh there's there's a couple different ones but arclight hollywood is where things Fun things tend to happen yeah. sometimes when they when they premiered uh, Iron Man two like yeah Dan- Favreau and and uh, RDJ Downey Jr. just showed up and we're like yeah. hey guys what's up glad you came to the <laughs> like you just randomly just do that on a whim like let's go to the arc light yeah yeah um so he did that and pretended to be the employee guy he was the he was uh, but he. He learned the spiel and he was dressed in the ArcLight shirt. And <laughs> it's like, awesome. if you knew it was Ryan Johnson, then that was funny. But if, you, but he just looks like a guy. He's not, <laughs> he's not, he's not distinctive like. It's Tarantino not Tom Hanks okay. coming out yeah. and doing that. Yeah. So it's it, it, like five people. You can hear, you can watch the video, and like five people are laughing because they know what's going on, and everybody else is like, "What? what? He's doing a fine job. Don't yeah. laugh yeah, at him. Laugh. <laughs> like the poor he guy. He's trying. Obviously, he's not good at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's probably new. But yeah, even having seen that video, I was like, "Yep." Could, I wouldn't have known that yeah. that was yeah. him if I were there. He's just going to end up being yet another person that I use in my, like, I just replace his visage in my brain with fucking John Lasseter. Yeah, what is that? I did, I, I, I was telling you, you were talking about right. that. I was like, I said at some point in my life, I realized that I forgot what Robert Zemeckis looks like and have been using John Lasseter in my head as <laughs> yeah. and I, and it. And it never like, occurred to me until a certain moment that like I have two different people in my head that are identical and that can't make sense. I have and, no and, idea what John Lasseter and, looks and like. And literally so. a couple of days, a couple of days later, I was watching some behind the scenes on uh, um, Back to the Future. And I was like, oh, my God, I've been doing the same thing with Bob Gale. <laughs> oh. like, Specifically with John Lasseter. Like, yeah, John Lasseter, Lasseter became your Bob Gale somehow. I was like, there needs to be a study because this is like a thing. <laughs> John Lasseter is just the, the stand-in for just something for about people you don't like. Affable middle-aged white guys. They're all kind of John Lasseter when you boil it down, you know? <laughs> they all should be, really. That's, he's, the, he's the gold standard. Everybody be John Lasseter, please. In the chat, Lan Porpoise asks if there's anything we're like legitimately worried about. I, su- I assume you mean Star Wars and not global yeah, warming. Not, yeah. <laughs> well, malaria, I, I, we got we kicked that one in the yeah. ass. Sy- and, uh, Syria is really going to be a problem. I just like neoclassical economics just needs to not be such a dominant <laughs> yeah, force can we within just, like, the field. Trickle down thing. I'm not uh, very happy with that. the MP3 and CD revolution. I'm going back to vinyl. Um. Anyway, no, I, I mean not specifically. I I will find out after the first movie comes out what shape. This is going to kind of take specifically, but generally speaking, I don't, I would be very surprised if this is like massively fucked up in some weird way. Like we, oh, we should have seen this coming. Like there's, there's, there is a way for one guy by himself writing and directing and calling the shots to fuck up a thing. There's not a way for this system to fuck up that uh, bad. Uh, well, I, no, okay. no, 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 not, no. There's I, maybe not a way either way. Either way can can be good or bad. I think. The, yeah, I mean, I think this, this I is think not J- a committee. I think J.J. Abrams' <clears throat> movie that he's working on now is probably the one that 
is in the most danger, just as the prequels were, you know, when it was just one guy, now it's a committee, but still there's the, the amount of second guessing must be yeah, horrifying. There's you know? a lot of notes. And, and so the idea of, you know, okay, look, someone's got to just decide what we're making here. And, I, you know, and it can, it can work as a committee. It can yeah. work as an auteur thing. You never know, but right. it can lead to good to, or bit terrible results. To be fair, as long as it's smart people making story decisions yeah. then i think i think the second guessing is a good thing yeah i, I would say ideally was, what you want is a small talented brain trust yes you don't want a thousand different guys with suits giving specific notes about hair color and what the dog looks like you also and don't what, necessarily happen right because there's risks inherent to that and you don't necessarily want the artur dude because there's risks inherent to that with a small talented brain trust Best possible chance, I think. I don't know if that's what they've got right now, and if they do, it's certainly not for the episode seven. It'd be for like eight and nine. But well, they have, they have. I mean, you've got Kathleen Kennedy, yeah. who's a great producer. Kathleen you've got Kennedy is the one. To, Lawrence to, Kasdan, yeah. who who you know knows his way around a, a Star Wars screenplay. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, and J.J. Abrams, who you know, I I I've said before, I'll say it again. Star Trek was not the right venue for JJ. I think Star Wars is. I think Star Wars is Star more... Trek. Star Trek was trying to be Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah. It's like he you know, literally said he did Star Trek because he never thought he would get Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, and and I think his sensibility lends itself better to what Star Wars is in the in the broadest sense what, than what Star Trek is. And, in the broadest and sense. I probably, I actually, I don't think we we knew about JJ. I don't think we'd done an episode um, regarding uh, his thing, but we talked about it in the grab bag. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but. I'm sure I said this before then, but it, I think JJ's strength is in characters. Yeah. He's really good at putting characters and on the screen. delivering thrilling moments. Yeah. I mean, he certainly can deliver some great scenes. Yeah. Mean, his, so if, if yeah. somebody else is putting together the skeleton for him to lay those things on, it's like... I Can't I, miss. Yeah. I don't, I don't see I mean, it missing. Too much to Brian's chagrin, even the, when you get right down to it, largely nonsensical plot of JJ Trek. It makes no sense at all. Makes no but sense. It's, but it's but so everyone fun. loved it. But this it was a, just because... Just because hey, not, not everyone. Just because characters well, and thrilling moments. And, I, I, I'm in this weird, you know, split, you know, left brain, right brain with, with the Star Trek, especially the second Star Trek movie, oh as, as I've been on, you know, record. It's like, it's like, it's a totally fun, wacky thrill ride, and I hate it because I know what Star Trek was supposed to be in my brain, and that's not what Star Trek is supposed to be. But it's... As a fun, you know, if they just made it something else, I think I would probably go, ah, that was nuts. You know, I love it. It was a fun, crazy movie about people in space and bad guys and good guys and shootouts and explosions. And I probably would have been fine. But it's because it was Star Trek and I have a, you know, I have my own legacy and my own vision of what that means. Um, you know, that I had a problem with it. But as far as being a pure rocket ride adrenaline movie, Star Trek Two is, is is you know is fine. Sure. So so you know it's like Star Wars can be you know and we know he can do character things. I mean, there's great moments in Super Eight. Super and, Eight you know, is nothing but great character. You know, and I'm not. I actually the, the, have no knowledge of his television work at all. I only know him as a movie director. But of course, he's got decades of work. You know, delivering you know right. beloved characters there. So yeah, um, yeah. I I'm still even with Kasdan and Kennedy on board. I'm still ultimately concerned with the story because you can still fuck it up we're talking you know as, yeah. as you described william goldman once is if ever there was a sentient crystal of screenwriting <laughs> yeah. it's william goldman and even william goldman fucks up sometimes so certainly it's within the realm of plausibility yeah, that asshole that. made the princess bride so okay <laughs> so yeah. yeah everyone makes a misstep every now Bush and then and sundance the early years you know there's a <laughs> there's yeah. a trade-off there so mm. there's still absolutely the possibility that you we can walk into that theater and the story just makes yeah. no goddamn sense whatsoever uh yeah. and at this point in my life like i just won't 
be able. Well, that's, unless that's the, the story has it. a cohesion to it, I will not be able to be on. Board. But that comes back to my, you know, the good news is, so what? There's another one coming out six months later. Yeah. You know, it's like, do we, how many people are still lying awake nights going, oh, Ang Lee really screwed up the Hulk. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, just forget that happened. You can <laughs> ignore that because there are 90 other things where the Hulk is in now, some of which were awesome. But I do also think so. that'll be more true with the with the one-offs than 7, 8, and 9. Yes. 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 So. Every, I'll bet you everyone's favorite Star Wars movie of the new set in 25 years will be a one-off. Yeah. Thing. yeah. It'll yeah. be like, yeah. God, I it's really love I love the one about Mon Mothman. It'll yeah, be the it's one be where super gonzo like yeah. you never even thought where so and so got to just go off on a limb because it wasn't so precious. It's like, "Oh, just okay, go, just do that." Where so, well, where probably where someone from, you know, when they're just rolling on Star Wars, someone, co- you know, approaches Disney and goes, "Hey, I had this really great idea that uh, I would like to set in your universe, yeah. you know, yeah. it's not it's that, or not anything. It's Ocean's Eleven in the Death Star. That yeah, door exactly. is now open, and I, you know, or it's, or it's going to be a thing where that happens in all the time. It happened with the Saw movies, where a guy just has a horror script and go, yeah, well, why don't we make it a Saw movie? Yeah. It's like okay, so somebody's going to be cool too. Somebody's yeah. going to come with some, you know, indie got, sci-fi movie. Go, well, we we're not going to fund that, but we got a hole in our Star Wars. I've got schedule. a script I'm writing right now. Brian knows more about it than the rest of you do, but I've got a script I'm writing right now. We could change like three lines of dialogue, and it's a Star Wars movie, you know, because it's like it's That's, set. This is amazing awesome. because usually it's the other way. It's like I wrote this Star Wars thing, but what kind of lo- so yeah, I, I can't do anything. Three <laughs> lines to get to, to take out the Star Wars and make it original. It just <laughs> occurred to me, and this is like a totally useless thing to wonder about now because it's totally been replaced by a new timeline but before this back in lucas lucasfilm days were the ewok movies considered canon i mean they're basically star wars eu movies they're in the universe they got ewoks they got adats and shit don't they like were they would they have entered into like level one canon shit with return of the jedi i like i said this is outdated this is an outdated thing to wonder about it just never occurred i don't believe i actually looked it up because there was a, a conversation um there was a conversation on Facebook about it and being like, yeah, I'm listing all the stuff and was like, most of what you, most of Star Wars is kind of awful. I was like, well, but if you're counting non-canon, then you have to count yeah. video games and the books Sturgeon's and all that law. stuff. Um, and a lot of that is really great. But uh, I I believe I, lo- I did look it up in the pre-Disney canon did not, that was like tier two. Yeah. It was, it was, it was like, it was, su- it was slightly above the books and yeah. stuff EU, but it was, it was not. It's, it's, from my understanding, because they had wizards and stuff. Yeah, like, my, my understanding of <laughs> canon. Again, that's what's nice is the fact that there's going to be such a glut, and the floodgates are only just starting to crack open right now. <clears throat> we're going to get a lot of things like the Ewok movie. Exactly, so we're going to get a lot more of that there. because Disney. That was the thing is like Disney is like we we're not unlike George who would like well okay I licensed some TV movies and they really didn't turn out well because I really didn't have anything to do with them and I I disavow that they exist and I want to try and prevent people from ever seeing them again Disney has no such compunction Disney was like people wait people want (laughs) to see the Star Wars holiday special then by golly they are going to get the Star Wars (laughs) holiday special you know they have no it's like whatever just yeah if you'll buy it we will put it in Walmart I promise you (laughs) Disney's making planes too right now exactly so so they they again this yes there will be some awful awful Star Wars crap Woo! 
but there will be so much of it (laughs) and so such a variety of it that you can go but okay that was bullshit but who cares because this was awesome over here uh, yeah because next week there's going to be another one so it's a like you said it's the same thing about james bond you were like well that yeah james bond had a couple you know a good decade and a bad decade and now it's all just on the shelf you know it's like oh this is kind of fun to look at and look at what they were trying to do in this decade like oh that whole decade was jack white and alicia keys that'll never work yeah but what we're also going to get and what we may actually be getting now is the disney vault applied to star wars yeah i have a friend who is like yeah i have a friend who has never seen return of the jedi all the way through and i need to i tried to find it oh there you i tried go. to buy it and and this this is literally this last this past week she couldn't find it so she had i lent her my my well copy. disney can't do that right now because fox still releases yeah. the existing movies well okay i don't i don't so my speculation but from now I, on yeah from now on yeah they my might speculation well. was maybe disney is already you know maybe there's some aspect of the agreement no, that's not, not much public. of a demand for those old but, you know, crappy movies but the, the well she she looked all over the place and couldn't find it so yeah. i don't know what they what the actual explanation tell, is there's a thing called amazon she really she went to amazon <laughs> She couldn't find Return of the Jedi on Amazon? She said she looked all over the place. Now, again, this is just her word on it, so I don't know. But it, if he, this is kind of... It's, like, it's like saying, I can't find a copy of the Bible anywhere. <laughs> this is kind of Well, like, once Disney <laughs> buys it. <laughs> Disney doesn't own Return of the Jedi. Sort of two layers removed from what we can currently speculate about accurately, but it occurs to me that with, with this upcoming... We, we did all right the last time we did this. So, yeah. so <laughs> With the upcoming glut of Star Wars movies, that means... A lot of what people see in movie theaters will be Star Wars movies. Now, when that happens sort of with like, superhero that's the, movies, that's the bad Marvel, news. Yeah. Is it, star, ten years from now, Star Wars will be what Marvel is right now. Well, yeah, but when that <laughs> happened with superhero movies, like from X Men on, in addition to the big mainstream sort of down the pike, massive eventy superhero movies, we also started seeing a whole shit ton of like not a franchise little spinoff takes on superhero movies and Chronicle and Super and shit like that where it's like well people are really used to seeing this so it'll be fun to see a trope inversion for that movie because they've seen so many of that movie now right. it's 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 in their consciousness and they can play with it we're gonna end, we're gonna end up in a zone where Star Wars movies are gonna be kind of like that with like what Marvel movies are now where we might start seeing movies that people are so used to seeing movies like that now we start seeing weirdo spinoffy trope inversion space adventure movies which right. I can't wait for that shit yeah it just occurred to me that they're like this if after 15 or 20 or 150 superhero movies we start getting shit like Super and Chronicle it's not going to take long to start getting the really cool Super and Chronicle of Star Wars movies where it's like they're not actually licensed it's just this hmm. weird indie yeah. spec script that someone got made like the Galaxy Quest yeah. of Star it Wars it literally was their Star Wars spec that they just took all the Star Wars references <laughs> yeah. out of like we're going to start getting like knockoffs of Star Wars in theaters again that hasn't happened in years well I Chronicles of Riddick mind. but whatever really Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, oh yes. Well, it's hard to say cuz cuz superhero <laughs> is kind of a genre where Star Wars is not. Oh, it's going to be though. <laughs> unless you want to say space fantasy, you know, as a thing, but uh, space fantasy is kind of an also a not quite a genre. Yeah, like without either. Star Wars you got Chronicles of Riddick and like John Carter. Those are the ones that I can think of that would be in the same shelf if Star Wars was a genre. But you're going to you're going to just start seeing maybe Dune. But you're just going to start seeing shit like space that. opera stuff. Just, well, just, just like we did, just like we did the first time Star Wars was a hit when everyone yeah. was trying to make, yeah. oh, I'm going to make a thing like Star Wars. Starman and, and all kinds that stuff. Of, you know, oh, Starman doesn't even compare. I'm talking about, you know, the ones, the real knockoffs that came out right after Star Wars but when even, everyone was doing space fantasy and really, really bad movies were resulting and so, from And that. potentially like straight space traveling sci-fi. I mean, you would, you, we may get more movies like Starship Troopers, you know, yeah, for example, something like that. Perfectly fine, but that again—that's that's more of a hard sci-fi, yeah. and and Star Wars occupies that kind of 
semi fantasy niche yeah. that uh, you know because that's Star Wars is just like sort of sword and sorcery. Oh yeah, it's fantasy with spaceships with with that's spaceships. What so. It is. For sure. I'm so just so enamored with the fantasy's idea. Fantasy's actually doing really well right now, anyway. Right now, what everyone's trying to do is the next Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. if we can get a really Game solid of, Game, Star of Thrones Wars, Game of Space. Thrones in space. Yeah. Well, it only oh, took three God. Lord of the Rings movies for the entire world to be, try every other book series well, for, for a that while. Matter, sci fi's new. And Harry Potter, too. Dominion yeah. show, which is based on legend. Good, good Legion. Call. Legion, thank you. Uh, is, is totally trying to be Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones with Angels is what Dominion's turned into. Have you watched it? Is any good? See, as a pitch, I'm kind of like, well, I know it's like, I, I, it's, it's <laughs> well, just, if they fix just all debuted, the shit we talked about, well, I, you know, I or. tweeted this, uh, or I didn't tweet it, but uh, I did. I tweeted also put it in the forum is that Hollywood Reporter gave one of the most scathing reviews. Yeah, that's that been awesome. my pleasure to read. <laughs> I read it. Uh, yeah, I read it on yeah, your recommendation to the point where harsh. at the top where Hollywood Reporter will put the credits of who is the producer and blah, blah, blah of the show. It actually said names have been redacted because, you know, why embarrass them? <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, it actually didn't even say who the producers were. Ouch. Um, but but in reading the description of the show, it's like, okay, that's completely insane, <laughs> but could be awesome. Yeah. Just like, I'm so glad that at least someone made a show that's that's that crazy. <laughs> you know, it's like that was talking about not making the safe choices. Wow. So so, you know, maybe it's a misfire. Maybe it's not going to go anywhere. But the, the daring of look, we're going to uh, and you can totally at least I could see the Game of Thrones, influence where it's like we're trying to do a future world where it's our world, but it's a post apocalypse. And but there's the two houses and they marry their. You know, it's very clearly trying to capture that Game of Thrones thing, but with angels yeah. in the future, which is like, all right, well, points for trying you know that's that's crazy enough to be could be could be great the, that's that's the thing the best stuff the the, the stuff that we latch on to and you know that that people latch on to like story-wise and stuff is always a psychotic crapshoot yeah. it's completely bonkers yeah <laughs> you describe it you go who on earth yeah whatever actually the the just today i saw um some someone had uh th- this is kind of apropos someone had tweeted this weekend in 1984 these were the movies out in oh yeah. Yeah, yeah all together yeah. All at once in theaters, we had yeah. Ghostbusters, Gremlins, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, The Karate Kid, Star Trek Three, The Natural, and Police Academy. Yeah, yeah. and like, and then you were fully you were, half you were, this, you were reading this before. Yeah, and that was the recorded. weekend that Footloose and some other thing closed. Yeah, so like, and fully half of that those summer. are are just batshit. Like, if you describe yeah. them, so yeah. Well, and and again, it's you, you have to recognize that Star Wars, yeah, the original Star Wars. Insane. I mean, it was that nutty idea that, yeah. that, like, okay, wow, okay, oh wait, a boy, Fox is really gonna, but that thing bombs. <laughs> Woo, boys! Like, have you have you seen the clip? There's a monkey with a gun and a flies <laughs> a monkey with a crossbow. Yeah, it flies a plane and there's robots <laughs> that look like garbage cans and then it's it's nuts. I don't know what Fox is. And thinking. the pirate guy is talking to the monkey even though the monkey doesn't speak English. Yeah, and it's just, oh boy, and it's, apparently it's got visual effects, so they're never gonna get that thing done. Or maybe it's not a monkey. It's like a bear. It's something like it's that. It's like though. a bear or talking monkey or something i don't know i just saw the trailer it was crazy <laughs> but uh the, you know so, so you tra- like the candidates for the next scathing hollywood reporter okay so yeah. there's a trash can and a golden gay guy <laughs> yeah and uh, i love bonkers and, and, who, and who's in it well there's a british guy that was in some stuff like 20 years ago no. oh man do you remember they, that one guy from bridge on the river Kwai? yeah that remember him guy. that guy he's still he's still alive um and also oh the guy from the hammer horror films is, does a cameo that's kind of fun but uh, other than that <laughs> Wow, they got nobody. Yeah, and some famous couple's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Carrie Fisher. Oh, God, really? Paris Hilton in a Someone, movie. Really? Someone gave her Jaden a job. Jaden Smith. This will be great. Yeah, exactly. 
I'm just so enamored with the, the idea. Of, we touched opera. on it a second ago. I'm just really touched by this idea where once you get to the point where there's movies coming out all the time and most of them are going to be one-offs or like start new franchises, maybe if the one-off was good, but generally just like, eh, shit no. at a wall. I prefer, I, I prefer so vastly. It's well, like, because, because when you're trying to start a franchise, there are certain things you do that you would not, certain risks you would not take with the story. Right. I agree. If you're, no, I agree, if you're I agree. just doing it on its own. But they might make sequels of ones that are popular. Sure, sure. Hopefully they at least have that in mind. Whatever. In any case. But once that's happening, you'll have the original trilogy, <laughs> the new original trilogy, and you'll have the second original trilogy, whatever. But you'll the also have Razor just like trilogy. this, this goddamn like solar system of other movies just all around it. And nobody's favorite will be one of the trilogy movies. Everyone's favorite will be some different like underdog. Like if you were, I don't watch baseball. If I was coming at baseball, I would not become a fan of the Yankees because the original, obviously you should be a fan of the Yankees. Now I'm going to pick some random fucking. You know what? I like that team. No, no, no original, one else likes that team. The original trilogy is going to be like Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin. It's like, yeah, those are fun, but who really yeah. watches those? Come on. Yeah, the, but uh, uh, I, I like the James. They just Bo- got the James started. Bond analogy. Yeah. It's like, do you, when's the last time you actually watched Doctor No? I mean, yeah. you know what Doctor No is, but you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. have you watched it lately? It really doesn't hold up. You know, it's like, but uh, but still, you got to give it credit because they they just they they laid the groundwork work in that movie and yeah. it's amazing i did that i did actually watch dr no recently like i started with the you know the, the doing the bond movies in in order and so i started with dr no it's like it's really like these are not james bond movies the no. first couple of them watching no. not. well watching them in order because i'm i'm doing the same thing i think i'm maybe about a third of the way through the the series um but but it's it is actually exactly like Star Wars in a way because you watch it and you have to remind yourself okay I'm literally watching the evolution of action movies yeah. Yeah. as I'm watching this yeah. Yeah. so it's like yeah Doctor No or or maybe it was the second one there's there's the from scene with love yeah from Russia with love it's like yeah. there's a scene where a guy is like walking from a boat to a bar <laughs> and James Bond follows him. And they're <laughs> going completely at walking pace, just yeah. like do to do, and it's in I'm real like, time. Yeah, and it's in real time. No one will be seated during our show. Yeah, the leather. movie, the, the the movie. Well, no, but that's the thing. You're watching yeah. it. You're watching it. You're going in 1960, whatever. This was a chase scene. Well, that's that's akin to the the what uh, the great line from uh, the commentary track, not ours, but the real one for The Incredibles, where where uh, Brad Bird talks about how people don't sneak around in movies anymore. No. They they cut the sneaking around. So he has that whole scene where you know twice where first Mrs. Incredible and then Mr. Incredible or Mr. Incredible first and right. both infiltrate the compound where you see the whole process of them infiltrating the compound, yeah. which no one does anymore. That's yeah, fair. Like, yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. go back to original Star Wars and like. Most of what Obi-Wan's doing in the entire movie is, sneaking in, around. is like an insert of him all coyishly running across a hallway mean like, woo! Like, <laughs> yeah. that's most of his role. <laughs> yeah. Most of his screen time is him, like, well, tiptoeing mo- across a hallway as, like, a plucked violin sound effect is happening. Well, that's <laughs> all of Act 2. That's the the entirety of all of their presence on the Death Star is them sneaking around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but Obi-Wan's by himself, and that's sad. Yeah, he has to sneeze <laughs> in his own movie sneaking around. So, so yeah, it's like, it's one of those, things, all, everything, everything old can be new again is the idea of, it can be very suspenseful of, you know, a guy if there's stakes involved in what if that guy yeah. sees you while you're sneaking around following him and then if you're, if you're invested in where that guy is going or anything like that that's a perfectly viable scene but people just don't tend to do those kind of scenes anymore what's interesting is that um the uh, i i was i was just reminded when you said that 
that's actually transferred into video games. That's a very popular mechanic in video yeah, games true. now is, yeah, the, is the sneaking and following and stuff like that. So there is still the appeal there. It's just for some reason, yeah. uh, it's, I guess, it's more exciting when you're, when you're inside it. But, or, or maybe it's because it's missing from movies. People are like, yeah. I need that in my entertainment. I understand for game, game dynamics, it's yeah. easier to do than like nothing but action all the time. It's like, wow, we can just build like one little environment and have three guards go back and forth and people will play that for 10 minutes. That's yeah. awesome. Put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> Phew. Make it hard to do and great. You know, that's great. What, what I think will be interesting if and when it happens is we get, we get the, the big saga trilogy and then we get all the spinoffs and then, you know, seven, ten years, whenever it happens, all of those threads will, they'll basically decide to do the, you know, the, the Avengers thing. Well, it'll bring all those threads back together into some yeah, you know, massive, some basically thing. what happened with the ex- expanded universe where they, oh they cool, have, they're putting Jogurt Salami in this movie with, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, exactly. We're going to, that's where the, gonna, that's where the fetishism this, comes into play, which is always have creepy. have smuggler guy come in, you know, who had his own movie come in with the Jedi guys and that's going to be a thing. <laughs> Jogurt uh, Salami. That's what I said. <laughs> Jogurt Salami, yeah. I think is a great, <laughs> the second <laughs> one in the Jogurt Salami was great, by yeah. the way, that, that the sequel was better than the original. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I really like. I the some, some people love salami. and some people hate the the Yuuzhan Vong uh, uh, series in the expanded universe. The New Jedi where, Order, yeah, yeah, the New Jedi Order series, which is basically the expanded universe doing that. They had like twenty or thirty years of all these one-off books and backstory. That's the thing, is yeah. And they're like, okay, well, we're gonna bring all can, of these elements back in and tell this yeah. one huge story with all of them. And I think it that, just occurred to me, by the way, with the Joker salami, there's gonna be so much weird fucking fanfic now. And like slash images and deviant art pages. Oh, that like are, there isn't already. Yeah, but just like there's a whole there's a whole new enchanted forest of that shit right around the corner. Their yeah. entire social networks built around the concept of fan art and fan fiction now. Sure. And oh yeah. man, well, it's just a new. Hello, landscape. that's how we know each other. I can't believe they yeah. did yeah, that exactly. to Joker Salami. How, uh, yeah, I'm like, um, are we really judging? That? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's really no, crazy. No, I, I was I was in judging. I was just okay. saying like the 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 landscape is so much different now in in the modern day with. You know the technology is just so much more mature. Like we uh, all, yeah. we know each other, and we all entered that world because you know I, I was writing fan fiction on AOL back in the day, and you know that leads into, you know that, that was my <laughs> gateway, gateway drug. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now you know that's those little like isolated crude tools that we defined the early parts of our lives on have now blossomed and matured into these whole landscapes that can just support so much more shit. Yeah, yeah. But but you know. The grid. The flip side is that Disney is aware of them, and they're going to find ways to monetize it. Yeah. <laughs> you know that they're going to figure out. Like, okay, we get these crazy fans. How do we get them to to do it? Aside from like releasing one toothpick of information every day on Twitter and watching them lose their freaking minds. <laughs> like, you know, boy, would they, did they drag out that uh, casting news like crazy? Like, and then this person, blah, 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 yeah. goes batshit. You know, that's, that's, I, I'm happily, blissfully unaware of who they've cast. It's like, oh, that, that, okay, so that person and she was in a thing. It's like, you know, 18 months from now when they're all doing The Tonight Show in the same week, it's like, yeah, then I'll care who the freaking actors are in this movie. But until then, go make your movie. Go go make a movie yeah. and I'll see you in a it's, year and a half. It is it is strange because, it, like you're saying, how the landscape has changed. It's like 10 years ago, this would have been the podcast where every week we talked about, oh, this week they announced that blah, blah, blah is going to be in it. And now we're like, I don't want to talk about any of that shit. <laughs> like, I don't even want to know well, about it. There are plenty it. of those podcasts that still yeah. exist. You know, but, uh, and at the time, there was DLR. Yeah. But the, the yeah. actually, I, that kind of does bring up a, it kind of 
the question that came up a while ago is like, is there anything you're really afraid of? And you know, this first movie. And yeah, I think that most of the, the scary eggs are in the basket of this first movie where it can be like, just like with, with episode one in its way, it's like, okay, so you're telling me this is going to be the new direction for three movies what do you got? Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and so episode one was like, oh, no. Oh, shit. So my concern, <laughs> and you were touching on it, is, is yes, Han and, Lake and Lu- Han and Luke and Leia are in it. And But Chewy. clearly they, yeah, and Chewie and 3PO and R2. But they've cast all these other people who are clearly going to be around for a long time, drug overdoses notwithstanding. Yeah. Who, you know, who <laughs> should have a long, you know. So oh, this I, is going to be so creepy in five years when so he was right about something. I know. Well, you know, with that crowd, somebody's going to be dead. But the, the, the you know. <laughs> hey, I'm, Carrie Fisher survived against all exactly, odds. Exactly. I know. It's crazy. So it's, it's not going to be the one you think. So it's going to be Lupita Nyong'o. It's like, who knew she was total heroin head? But uh, the, I'm hoping that, my hope is in a broad sense that the first movie is basically the handoff. Is like, okay, yeah. so here's how that sort of all ends but here's how it rolls over yeah. into a whole new story about these characters yeah. mostly, you know, and setting all that up and then telling us an interesting trilogy about that. Um, contrast that, and I don't know how people in this room feel about it, but just uh, just to, last week, um, in the past week, uh, the topic of Ghostbusters 3, which will never ever seem to go away until they finally just make one, I guess. Or kill Bill Murray. Yeah. There was a whole thing about how Max Landis came up with a pitch for the setup of Ghostbusters 3, which is like... I don't know how anyone else in the room feels about it, but it's like, that is exactly not what you should do. That is the worst bad idea that you could possibly I saw, do. I only saw like the cold open idea. I didn't see it. That was the, well, did, that's the cold open. Apparently he did the whole plot. Well, okay, that, I'm not familiar open. with the whole plot, but the whole setup was, and, you know, and just it's not a spoiler because it doesn't exist, but it yeah. was like, it was all about taking all the elements that you all, you know, all these little bits and pieces from the existing Ghostbusters canon and, ex- and using that to sort of set up a big backstory of where Slimer came from. Yeah. Which, as someone summed it up in a tweet, it's like, that's as good an idea as midichlorians yeah. because, again, that's just navel-gazing no, let that go and tell me something fucking new, yeah. please. So, so it's like, again, it's like Han and Luke and Leia. That's great, you know, the nostalgia factor and everything else. But I hope the movie's not about them. Yeah, I hope it's about them handing the torch to whatever the next story is going to yeah. be. Really about them, them opening, the dude. Door. Yeah, holy shit. Yes. Pre- presumably. Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford and, and Mark Hamill don't want to be doing these movies until the day they die. Pre- specifically, I'm assuming Harrison Ford are all very much like, yeah, we're we're <laughs> going to sign up for. Uh, wait for it. One is this finally where Harrison Ford gets to die? I was Did just thinking. I was just thinking they could kill off all three of them in this first movie. They could. They, yeah. I don't they think could they certainly would go kill off three. any of them. But I could imagine that being a thing where it's like they need to facilitate the new story should happen because if nothing else, they're old. Like they can't do this much longer. Yeah. Like Harrison Ford just made another Indiana Jones movie and we're all a little bit like, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, dude, oh. you got to stop doing that. He just broke his leg on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah, walking on board <laughs> okay? the Millennium Falcon. Okay. Well, I could easily see. They you could know, kill him off. Luke is going. Luke is, Luke is, they might even if they don't mean to. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Uh, Luke is clearly going to transition. He's going to be the Obi-Wan of the movie. Yeah. So if you follow yeah. the formula, uh, then that means that Luke is going to go bye-bye. Whether, whether or not that's actually the direction they go in, who knows? But yeah, it's totally but as much as But yeah. as much as possible. And that, that would be great. Yeah, it wouldn't. And it wouldn't surprise me also if that's how they got them on board. They were like, we don't want to do this anymore. I, exactly. Like, you that's, only have to do it one more time. That I was promise. the whole flash in my head that yeah. I had where I was and like, oh, gonna, fuck. And we're going to pay you like you can't believe. Yeah. <laughs> 
Harrison oh. doesn't care, but the other two of you, come on. You couldn't use a little something? Come on. Uh, yeah. The next 19 generations of Fords are set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so, funny in the chat. And Calista's popping out those babies like, she's not really, is she? Fowler no, just yeah. cracked me up. He's like, do you think that like JJ and Kathleen Kennedy are trolling the fan films board, pissing off Adam Bertacci? Like, <laughs> I'm going to make a feature length fan film yeah. trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally am. I've got all the people to do it. <laughs> we're, we're shooting right now, I promise. Yeah, yeah no, it's going to be fantastic. We'll have, a, we'll have a trailer out by Christmas. Gothic Robots <laughs> asked if the first film could be so disappointing yeah. all the other plans get scrapped. Not a chance. Not no. a chance. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter how <laughs> how bad. Unless... The train is rolling too hard by well, that point. Well, unless... And I, I can't even imagine a world in which this is possible. Unless it somehow tanks at the box office. But they could it put... Won't. They could put the Fox logo on screen or the Disney logo on screen for 90 minutes and the thing would still make $100 yeah. million. Dollars. It, could yeah, be, it could be J.J. Abrams literally giving the finger yeah, to the camera. Yeah, literally explaining the movie. Yeah. Episodes, just, episodes still Seven, yeah, we'll make we'll we'll make a huge. There's yeah. no way that it's going to bomb. Just, no. I can't, episode yeah. episode unless, eight unless it, might be in trouble. Yeah. Unless the entire fabric of society changes from what it is right yeah. now. Right, there's no possible <laughs> yeah. way. Only only if somebody sets off an electromagnetic <laughs> exactly. pulse. Yeah, no, that disables if, the whole world. Civilization collapses. Yes. Yes. Civilization collapses. There will be no more Star Wars. Yeah. And there will that be people the, around campfires just, telling even, each yes, other the exactly. story of Star Wars. Even then, we'll still have the Reign of Fire scene where they're yes, telling where they're it. explaining. J.J. Abrams will be an old man <laughs> going, here's what I was going to do. <laughs> just for fun, I'm going to make the prediction. Uh, I'd go find we'll him. We'll see what happens. Like, yeah. okay, so what was it so be? seriously, dude, what? What was it? <laughs> but not only do I not think it's likely that the movie's going to do poorly, much less like, t- like tank the entire project uh, for going on, I- I'll bet you, I'll bet you Star Wars Episode Seven beats Avatar. I'll bet oh. because think of like uh, yeah. the appeal. Star Wars Episode Seven is gonna is it, going to melt the economy. It's yeah. gonna t- completely like, ruin because the, the, the reason those movies the, <laughs> the ones the the movies that are like ungodly huge hits and you can't exactly figure out why the answer is usually that movie works well in any language. That's usually why. So it's a movie everyone wants to see and they can redub it and it doesn't do anything weird with like the language or the point the story is that easy to understand. This has Star Wars written all over it. Not to mention the fact that it's Star Wars Episode Seven. Yeah, like episode one is still on the top ten list. Well, like, that's the thing. Yeah, episode, that's no how way, big Star Wars yeah, exactly. is. No and, way and, I'm and not like, going. And to everyone had gone, like, gone to see it like four times before anyone said, "Is it me or is this movie suck?" <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. It's like, it's like that, but it was like it was two hundred million dollars in before the first person dared to go, "Am I crazy or is this not actually that good?" Yeah. yeah now, what's like, funny though, like on the you were mentioning, like you could just put the fucking Disney logo up with like a John Williams score that is through the roof box office yeah. numbers. I, I tweeted a little while ago because it occurred to me that it'd be you could. There's no one who's not going to see this movie. Like there, yeah. those people don't exist. My mom is going to see this movie. She doesn't give a shit, and she's going to see this movie. Yeah, you could literally never do a trailer for this. I you l- could just release a teaser. Uh, that be awesome. A, a teaser that's just the date that, yeah. in a Star Wars font yeah. with a little bit of the Twin Suns theme. Yeah, and that's the entire that's international so trailer. And yeah. and, the, and the actors can do all the talk shows they want, but no clips. Yeah, yeah. Just, just that's what they, I they do. That's that what I said they should have yeah. done yeah. for. It's a, I was. It's I was a totally unique opportunity. There's never going to be another movie you can pull that off. Well, I was saying that ten years ago for Episode Three. I was saying. Exactly that. I'm like, don't even show anything. Just put the date up. Yeah, and, yeah. and you don't it. have to advertise but this, this. But this would even work better than that because episode three came after episode two, which came after episode one. Right. This is like holy. No one's not going to see this movie. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. They, so, they, they actually have a higher risk of screwing up their box office with trailers. Uh, yeah, it's true. Absolutely. Yeah. I, because if, it gives, if I were it in their the, marketing department, I would make that argument. I'm like, yeah. listen, everybody is already maximally hyped about this. The more we give them up to a certain point, it's just yeah. you're just giving. Yeah. That would be that would, that's, that's the only, that's about the only radical surprise that they can pull with 
the next Star Wars trilogy is to market it differently than movies yeah. get marketed. It's like Disney goes, okay, we it's Star Wars. It's not like free pass to reinvent. It doesn't marketing. matter what we do; it's going to be a hit. And even if we don't market it, let's be honest. Like somewhere, someone should be sitting in a marketing boardroom at Disney right now, going, "Let's be honest. We are not necessary. This movie <laughs> will still do fine, it, even if we all take a year and a half off." They should uh, and honestly, try, use that as an excuse yeah, to Disney. go. Let's. Okay, do some bad shit. Something or literally get us to think out of the box on this one. You can save. You can literally save about two hundred million dollars by marketing this. Not what if we don't market this thing? Well, and um, oh, what was I? Oh, I I was going to say that something. That's an aspect that excites me about J.J. Abrams again because he's pretty good with the with the not giving too much away. Oh yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Department. So not that he's going to have any control over that. If I mean, they have oh, he does. have a say. Well, he gets yeah. to when when the cachet of the project is it's a J.J. Abrams project, then it's like, okay, Mr. Abrams, we'll give you more than we would usually give a director yeah. the ability to sculpt this advertising campaign. When the cachet is not J.J. Abrams and the cachet is Star Wars, I'll bet you he doesn't get the 51% but think, vote. But I think well, he has no, some think, cachet even now. I think he has some uh, because... Not as much, but he still well, has Well, because ultimately what it comes down to is they... They begged him <laughs> to yeah. do this. Essentially, you know, everybody else was like, "Fuck that! I'm not touching it." Well, yeah. they, they finally, they finally got him to do it, and I'm so I'm sure he was like, I'm sure, weirdly enough, despite the fact that you would think it's it's like, no, we're doing Star Wars, and would you like to come turn the sausage crank? It's like, yeah, I, I for for they J. might J. have had Abrams, to like promise him that. Yeah, he probably was like, yeah. okay, I will. Do I want to at least put the spice in yeah. if I can do this, this, and yeah. this. And well, know? it's it's easy for uh, you know. I want a nuke Endor. Certainly, yes, <laughs> yeah, really. Certainly, a lay person and, and even us, we can forget that you know, different things about a movie are the ballpark of different entities. Yeah, I mean, Disney. Disney and you know, there's Lucasfilm and there's Kathleen Kennedy and obviously she has her say and then there's Disney which is the owner of the property and they have their say and then there's the director who has his say and how all that fits together is kind of a subject to how you know that's why you who, watch the behind the scenes who has stuff, the so. strongest <laughs> agent and whose manager got them the best deal and you know that's like all this stuff is all kind of spelled out but then almost everyone is always at the mercy of the marketing department I mean you, you end up hearing especially with Disney you know you're hearing many people like I didn't I really didn't think they mar-. you know if John Carter a director saying yeah they didn't direct my they didn't market my movie very well well that's you know no John like, Carter is the is the anomaly because he had control over the marketing and that's why it, it yeah. got hosed so so there you go so you never know who's got exactly what say in, yeah. in anything much less the content of the movie, but the marketing of the movie is often going to be. We'll find out in six you know, months. The, I guess. the prop, the the bailiwick of. Yeah, you know, I wish you know. Hey, we made the best movie we could. I really wish they had marketed it that way, but I had no say in that whatsoever. That can happen. Someone and it scrolled uh, scrolled away on our little screen here, but someone brought up a, an important point, which I think is a perfectly valid thing. Said talking about the passing of the torch thing that you know well star trek did a passing of the torch movie called generations which was one of the worst ones they ever made (laughs) and again and star trek lived on didn't it it went on and now there's there's you know there's been eight incarnations of star trek since that yeah but none of them have been good it didn't kill the franchise in any way it just (laughs) continued on and and you know it still exists and it still makes money so so yeah so episode seven could easily suck episode one did and 
And here we are. Here we are. <laughs> but then episode two, aw. But, yeah. yeah, but, but in the defense <laughs> of the unlikelihood of that, yes, episode one sucking kind of fucked up the, the nerd universe for a good, like, it was like World War Two. No, it hey, did. It, it, was, it was a great... It spawned our greatest generation. It was a great split in the force. That, but I think, uh, I, yeah. I think that that is a tremendous point. It's like, it's like we're 10 years after the last movie, and we had a string of three straight awful movies, and we're still like... What else you got? Yeah, come on. <laughs> <I've been laughs> you know. yeah. yeah. So I, I think Star Wars is probably safe. Yeah, Star Wars is going to be fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> now, so back on the speculative sort of side of things, Trey, ah. author of the joke, really, a second Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the odds of them yeah. going back to this, this, this uh, sort of Death Star-based thing? I can say I, can, I hope not. I would if I was reapproaching this, and just you know, full disclosure, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not involved in this at all. <laughs> and if I were, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I I would yeah, be boy. splitting it out more like I mean, if if there was going to be an actual military analog to the Death Star, it's like the Pentagon or something. But usually, the military involvement in a thing is not that we put everything in one place ish. So that they did the Death Star twice, I feel like they could conceivably r- sort of rearrange how people think of the Empire. So it's less well, all of them are on that ball. I just can't imagine them bringing back the Death Star, but then again, I wouldn't have imagined them doing it in the first place. Yeah. So maybe they, maybe it's just going to be Death Star. Like that's just their own. Like that, that's their move. It's like they blow up the Death Star again. It's like, what should we do? Uh, rebuild the Death Star. We should I rebuild the Death Star. I certainly hope not. I, I, nah. I mean, I can't. Nah. I, I, like that's, if that, if that's, that's all the Empire needs to do. If that's the case, if we see any promotional materials where there's a Death Star, I'm like, oh, yeah, really? I'll, I'll actually be out if I <laughs> yeah, see a Death Star. Really? All right. Well, maybe. Maybe they know. Let's give them a benefit of the doubt and say they yeah. know that, and they're gonna subvert that expectation or subvert that that idea. Maybe they maybe I, they I, could do the pull the dark saber thing. That's a cool idea. What if was the dark saber? Wait, thing? The dark, yeah. sa- dark saber. You're is not talking about the sun like, crusher, are you? <laughs> huh? The sun crusher. No, the dark saber. The dark saber was basically um, okay. So building that giant ball is kind of dumb. And unnecessary. <laughs> How about we just build the gun and fly yeah. that around? Yeah. And so the dark saber was just was just the De- Death Star weapon uh, uh, as its own yeah. ship um, flying around. So. <laughs> that would that would have been, I presume, the, the sequel to Pacific Rim had they ever gotten to one. It's like you know we've got helicopters that fly the robots with the weapons to the monsters. What if we skip that middle bit <laughs> and just put the weapons on our helicopters? Wouldn't that be a lot easier? Actually, you know, you're right. That's funny on the on the theme of like, what would be your deal breaker detail? Where it's like, oh, okay, this is as close to absolute fuck that. That as actually I can would get. be yeah, a it, shot of a Death Star. Mine would be like if in the if in the first trailer, which they're gonna make, which that's a mistake. Uh, if it if it's like there's a time travel storyline going on in this movie, out. Yeah. yeah. No. Now I'm not like. Bear in mind, in this particular context, <laughs> out means I'm just that pissed. I'll still yeah. see it, yeah. but that would be the thing where I'm <laughs> not, like, but not opening day, right? <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a soft. That'll, 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 that'll a, show. A, admittedly, it's a soft threat. But yeah. If there's a time travel plot, it's like, oh, yeah. damn it. Well, that's the thing. I would hope they started by going, okay, you know, what are the don'ts? Like, okay, we're not doing this. We're not doing that. We're not doing this. We're not doing that. Okay, I mean, what it's, I have no, I have no prediction about what the story will be about. Um, we can we can certainly talk about. I sure hope they don't freaking do this or this yeah. or this. Um, Time travel, a la you know. I was like, no, please don't make Ghostbusters three all about the birth of Slimer because yeah. you know, Jesus Christ, you know, stop! You're just wanking now. You're just as, as, as navel gazy as you get. Um, in the sense that's that like he, how Family Matters became about Urkel. Exactly. Like, no, stop the, it. You know, it's like, oh, there's that thing they love. Let's make, let's make about that all the time. Yeah. Um, it's just like the, the original, the, the, the prequel trilogy is kind of like, seriously, do we really need any of this shit? This is, you know, we've talked about that before. It's yeah. like, none of this matters. But, but since the prequels do exist, we, you know, I've 
every time I look, they're there. They're not going away. <laughs> Clearly, we're stuck with them. Um, what was interesting, there, there was interesting ideas in the prequels. I will, I will absolutely give it that. The idea that the Empire didn't start back at the Big Bang. The Empire was created. A recent political phenomenon. Yeah, the Empire was created out of what was originally meant to be a benign thing, a good, positive thing, and the Republic became the Empire by a series of political machinations. Yeah. And, the, and the analogy to Nazi Germany is, is clearly there and, and, and valid. So it's like, okay, well, with that as the broad picture, because Star Wars, the, the original trilogy, was able to start with the, there's the good guys, and then there's the guys who were rebellion against the bad guys, and okay, and so they, you know, these guys are all the technology and all the organization, and they're clearly the Nazis, and these guys are like the ragtag group of freedom fighters, blah, 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 blah. And that was the, that was the story about how the ragtag group of freedom fighters you know, de- defeated the evil empire. Okay, well, this is after that. This is 30 years later. Ooh. What has gone on yeah. in this global world? What What is the new society that has formed in the vacuum of the loss of this empire? And now the entire universe is this like occupied Afghanistan thing. Well, that's, that's what, the thing. Is like there, there needs. I've been th- I've been thinking. I was like, as you were saying that, I was like, oh my god, Catherine Bigelow should make a Star Wars yeah. movie. <laughs> Clearly, there needs to be some kind of new threat. Now, I hope it's not like a guy with his face painted with a lightsaber who's going to cut everybody in half. I hope it's something <laughs> bigger than that. But but yeah, it's it's. I think the. The, the trilogy is going to stand or fall and like, okay, well, what's the story the, the, yeah, in yeah. the broadest possible yeah. sense? What is this about? I, it totally hadn't occurred to me until you said that, that there's going to have to be a new threat and what that threat is is going to dictate all of this. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. So whether or not that's interesting. Oh, it's going to be a new Death Star, threat, clearly. And whether, or not, <laughs> yeah. and, and whether or not these new characters are people you want to watch, they have cast... They have cast actors I like watching, so I there, there yeah. is that aspect to it. Uh, that's well, promising. And as but long, as it's, that as, long as it's okay, what the big picture is, I mean, you know, it's like that was that was the beauty of the simplicity of Star Wars. Is like they went to that very simple before George Lucas, you know, felt the need to explain it all to us. It's like, look, these are the bad guys. They're because they're bad. Look, they blew up a planet, right? What else do you need? Good. Bad guys. These are the good guys. They're all kind of young and pretty and, you know, they, they're fun and we like them. Good guys. Okay? Let's watch them fight. That was, that was the first movie. That's all it was. <laughs> exactly. Bash, bash, bash. Bashing the action bash, figures bash, bash, before bash. the action figures existed. Well, again, if you could just, just without belaboring the point, give us a new conflict and let us see some interesting characters be in that conflict, great. Yeah. You know, go for it. Yeah. Pandora went it, with it, like resources, or Avatar went with a, a, a problem that's predicated on resources and like strip mining a whole civilization, and that's the conflict, which I guess is just another way of saying empire. Yeah, hmm. I'm just trying to think of what kind of conflict oh, yeah, can be big enough. Well, if you're I mean, go, building off of Trey's. Bear yeah. in mind, this is for the the, the trilogy shit. I'm right. not saying we need to have these big world-ending conflicts and all the little spin-off movies. Ple- opposite of that, please. No, I but, wanna, for, but for the trilogy itself, what would the, the what's thing the be? Saga they, building off of Trey's Nazi Germany analogy, it seems like the way to go would be, okay, so, so they defeated the Empire. The and they, made a new, they made the New Republic. Oh. No, I was going to say they made the New Republic and the New Republic has been around for 30 years. And the Expanded Universe kind of does this a little bit. Uh, then the New Republic starts getting corrupted and falling back towards Empire Land. And so the the new trilogy would start with the old heroes going, shit, we got to do this all over again because the, the Republic we built that we spent 30 years building is now sliding backwards towards uh, a dictatorship. Mm. And, but we're too old to fight. So would, thank God would, we have this young generation. That mess with Leia's head. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Oh, God darn it. Really? No, I would be like, I told you. What Jeremy, if, what Jeremy in the chat room. What if they're cracked. the ones who become the villains? 
Jeremy in the chat room just cracked me up. He's like, how uncivilized. Now I'll write a lizard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I could If the original characters essentially became the villains that they had to... Yeah, Yeah. I could see... It would be kind of amazing. What if they fucking founded a cult? You don't know if they didn't? You have to prove they didn't. I was going to go with post-Civil War or or post... Berlin, where you know the idea of like, okay, anyone who was part of that shit, we are going to punish you so hard that you're going to hate life for the next century. It's like, well, that's not good either, you guys. You know, so, oh, so like not like even the, Berlin Wall, but like more like uh, well, the, the interwar period. That is the era of the Berlin Wall in terms well, of the Berlin airlift, is what I'm thinking about. The Berlin okay. airlift, where we punished Berlin so hard that we were literally starving Berlin to death, and the world had to go. Actually, that's because you know Soviet Union was blockading Berlin. And and the rest of the world said, well, that's not actually good either. You know, it's like Jesus. You know, that's just the civilians you're punishing now. That sucks. Right. So or or, or, well, the si- difference or post-Civil War Reconstruction where, the right. you know, the North punished the South. We didn't just defeat them in the war, but it's like, no, we're going to keep you under our heel for the next, you know, well, foreseeable the, yeah, future. The difference between World good War One, the end of World War One and the end of World War Two, where after World War One, we said, OK, Germany, you lost. So you have to pay for everything. Yeah. And that created the conditions which led to World War Two. And yeah. so World war two ended and we went let's not do that one again yeah maybe let's, after let's, the let's do a marshall plan but instead. the russians didn't t- get that memo so they did it and, yeah and the rest of us had to go no don't do that and the russians <laughs> were like oh well we're at war with you now oh great so here we yeah. go maybe after the empire fell they like populated multiple planets with nothing but prisoners of war <laughs> with like they just put all the empire people in prison on these huge Here, prison planets here's the thing it's it's like if you asked us cause we 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 were talking once you know Australia planets we were talking once about Hi, Dave. Uh, <laughs> doing like just doing little sessions where it's like let's try and come up with Avatar two or whatever you know just as like a, a thought experiment yeah and you asked me to come up with Avatar two I'm like I don't know I don't know what else you can do with that yeah. but Star Wars is like we could talk for days yeah. about the things yeah. that they can There's do so in Star many, Wars. the more the more we talk about what it could be the just it, the sadder I'm going to get that I'm not writing right. it. yeah so. but you can't you Game will of be. Thrones season four is a lesson to us all yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah. don't get too don't get too don't in love with this technological terror you've constructed <laughs> yeah don't start writing it because you're not writing it yeah uh, and just yeah just try not to think about it for the next 18 months and then go <laughs> oh cool Star Trek new Star Wars movie that's right I totally forgot they were making that I can't wait to see it yeah. I forgot there's a new Star Wars coming out. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh I, man. That's I, good. That's like a, I just did like a bullseye impression of myself in 6 months. I yeah. did. I I, totally I, did. I I mean you, you're making the joke, but I'm going to try to do that as much as I yeah. can. Willfully. We're going and like I, I did I tried to do that willfully with gravity. Try like, okay, I know this is a yeah. thing and I'm going to do my best to forget about it until the day comes. Do you guys want to enter into a blood pact where we all agree not to watch any trailers? <laughs> It'll be <laughs> no. fucking difficult. I'm gonna have no, to. I'm gonna no. have to watch at I don't least think the first possible. trailer. I have yeah. to watch at least the first trailer. Yeah. That's You're part weak. of the. You're weak. That's part of the experience. That's part of Star. Part of Star Wars. That's like the the extended overture. It's like I've got to watch at least the first. Is trailer. vibrating with excitement for four months. <laughs> yes, exactly. So. Hey, remember. The- Episode one trailer was pretty kick ass. Exactly, it was. That's a- they make good trailers one way or the other, so I don't want to miss yeah, that. Right. <laughs> That's the people. I, I feel worried, more worried for the marketing department. Whoever's cutting that first trailer, I, I, I fear for their sanity more than the people who are making the movie itself. Let's talk about being second-guessed. Oh, my God. I have, okay, look, we're going to lose two frames off the first cut, but we need no. to add a frame to that second shot. Yeah. I have second-hand knowledge. That is, I That's- know someone who... Uh, I have secondhand knowledge of the process of cutting a trailer for a JJ movie with JJ being in the room with you while you cut it. Oh, wow. And that movie's trailer ended up going through like 90 iterations. Yeah. Like, not just tweaks, like iterations. (laughs) 
God help the poor oh, bastard God. cutting the Star Wars trailer. The first, like the teaser. Yeah. It's like not insane. even like the international trailer where it's like, okay, it's we pretty much played our hand here. You know it's going to be in the movie. Yeah. Here's it all together in one oh, three minute thing. And, and like the first, like the episode one teaser teaser for this movie. Right. And, and even more so because you know on episode seven, I mean, this practically, this goes completely without saying, but money is absolutely no object. They will keep throwing money at it yeah. until they have to release it. And, and if that means, nope. Do it again. It's going to cost you 10000 to cut it again. Don't fucking care. Do it, do it three <laughs> times and show them all to me. Well, in fact, just show me the third one, but do it three times. Yeah. I don't even yeah. care. Like, that's the way they're going to... Yeah. I'm going to bring in Walter Murch and just pay him to be here on call every day. Yeah. Yeah. Someone right now should be... Yeah, just... I'm going to bring in Walter Murch just to stare at you. I'm going to pay him his full salary. Yeah. And he'll just look at you. Someone, someone should just create an algorithm right now that just takes the rough cut and just randomly assembles shots and you just keep punching the button. <laughs> just like, yeah, okay, here's trailer nine. Here's trailer 96. Here's trailer 97. Oh, I like the way you started with the end credits there. I know it was kind of a radical oh, way man. to go with it. <laughs> One of the things that we haven't, like, it hasn't really come up that often. It's it's basically the only place it's occupied in this I conversation not, so far. Sorry, Lam Forbes says, are they going to do a Comic Con panel? I am not going to Comic Con. Yeah, really. <laughs> they do the yeah. panel. First oh. of all, you have to be in line now for that Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. So forget yeah. it. Actually, you're too late. Yeah, <laughs> it turns out you're too late. It is, there's yeah. a line, the line right outside now. of Hall H right now, <laughs> where there's a dentist convention going on at the moment. <laughs> Just a bunch of guys in shorts with Star Wars shirts. Yeah, already camped out. <laughs> yeah. Get it? It's it's only been like spoken of as a detail in this conversation about Star Wars coming back. Uh, like it showed up on lists of things we know about Episode Seven, but that's kind of all. Uh, but the thing that I'm honestly as excited about as all of this is I cannot wait to hear uh, new John Williams Star Wars tunes. Yeah, cannot yeah. wait because you know. For the same reason, like, and they're going to kill off Han, Luke, and Leia, I'm yeah. telling you. He's only signed for the first one. Right. Yeah. There's, so. like, there's there are composers who will destroy this. It will be great. When John Williams leaves or dies, it's going to be fine. I'm just so fucking stoked that we're going to hear I'm at stoked. least one more, one more round of John Williams doing this. Because he's coming in. The, the, the energy that, and it's, I mean, it's a, it's a little sad. I mean, we, we've been very mean to george lucas on this show uh but uh, <laughs> not so, today though no not today but nice but i mean because cool, he finally did the right thing yeah, yeah i really do i really do get a sense that there were so many people who were like i'm just done with star wars i don't care like because uh, first of all i don't think i don't think george really cared by the end and like everybody kind of felt that and was like whatever so like i felt like john williams was kind of phoning it in towards the end just yeah. sort of everybody was and now i think the fact that he gave it to other people who were like, no, we actually care. That's what got so many people. That's what got the original cast to come back. Yeah. That's what got John Williams to go, oh, yes, I will do this. Well, that was, on the subject of, of that exact thing. But I, I'm excited because because now John Williams is going to be coming in excited about it as opposed to right. just like, oh, right, yeah. And yeah. presumably being given direction and shit like yeah. working he's <laughs> yeah. cra- being crafted like one of the it was a uh, on this particular topic it was a really interesting thing that got said like at four in the morning during the malariathon movie four or five ish something like that where alex from uncomposed was on and i was asking questions about the the score in the first two potter movies because williams did those and also aside from the main theme and like hedwig's theme and maybe like one or two others the cues that are you know memorable most of the music in that is kind of flat and uninspired. No, I don't like. I didn't even like Hedwig's theme, but it grows on you right. because because it's, it's the so Harry memorable, Potter right? Theme. Yeah. And I was just like asking Alex, what would account for someone who's as like excellent as invented the genre of film scoring as John Williams? Kind of not really like we we just sort of assumed he was excellent. Period. Like every time, this isn't that. What's going on? And he's like, you realize composers are. Think of composers like they're actors. You have to direct them. If you come at them with a kind of a flat affect directorially and like. 
you know, for instance, the way maybe, and I don't want to say anything that's too mean, the way maybe Chris Columbus would direct a movie. <laughs> if that director is directing the composer, you're going to get the movie equivalent of the music in that thing. Like John Williams isn't just going to like create these perfect things without working on the theme and being crafted and directed and all that shit. And I can imagine that towards the end of the prequels, there was sort of just the assumption that John was going to do his thing. And John just kind of did the, the easy template version of yeah. the stuff that wasn't a huge, huge cue. And then, but then what do you, what do you think the, just direct- getting him all psyched. I am psyched <coughs> that he's getting psyched about star Wars. Yeah. But then what do you think the direct, the process between Williams and Lucas was for the first, for the very first star Wars in 1975 well, when they were actually making it among other the things it, it for star Wars in the first place, which sort of set the precedent that they would later follow. So it only has to matter once. In Star Wars, George told John, oh my God, we need the, mu- the music must save this movie. Like if you actually go back and watch Star Wars with an eye towards what the music is doing in the movie, it's like massively overscored. Yeah. We yeah. love all that music, but it's massively overscored as an actual like editorial choice. That thing is wall to wall music. It's a goddamn opera. Yeah. <laughs> opera. Which is why. <laughs> in right space. Now. But once you set up Wait a precedent a where it's like, John, this entire thing is going to live or die on the music you write for it. He's okay. like, and, and you know, he's young and has something to prove still. This isn't, you know. 45 Oscar nominations later. Yeah. That was not, I don't think that's even a fake number. I think it's literally like in the forties. <laughs> this was like, dude, prove yourself and also score the entire movie. And also it has to be perfect. Go. And then when All Star right. Wars came out, it was a huge hit. And it's like, well, that's just the sound of Star Wars. Always try, always yeah. try. And yeah. then when the prequels came out, well, again, was, that was so counter to how people were making movies at the time. Just and, you know, fucking bombastic and yeah. huge. And yeah. And, and, well, and old school because it was like, oh, it's sci-fi. Well, that means you get out, you pull out the theremin and you get, you know, get the Moog synthesizer. Right. And but this was like together. Ten Commandments, but in space. Yeah. It's like, I want to yeah. be old school with it. Just like, you know, again, the, famously another movie that, uh, you know, people need to give a lot of credit to the soundtrack is, is Back to the Future, you know, you know yeah. where Zemeckis, you know, specifically said to, uh, to in that case, it was... Uh, Silvestri. Um, Silvestri said, look, I've got a movie about a kid driving around his hometown talking to his parents. I need something to make <laughs> this feel <laughs> bigger. <laughs> so they went crazy full orchestral yeah. with this tiny, tiny plot, you know, and, and that's what makes the movie feel more epic than yeah. it would have otherwise. Yeah, I, I think part of the, um, as I recall, the... the behind the scenes story I think it was episode 2 that kind of killed it for Williams because he wrote he wrote a full score for it but then George kept changing the movie and not giving him time to rewrite the score so he just like would chop up the score and reuse stuff from Ooh. episode 1 and stuff like that and you yeah, don't do that to a composer you no. don't do that to any composer you don't do that to John yeah Williams. and John Williams yeah. was like hey, you know they've had this they had this relationship going back all the way and he like he, he wrote a formal complaint letter being like hey just for the record, this Not is good. some bullshit. And I yeah. just want everybody that's to a, know a, that this is bullshit. If you pulled this with a composer no one had ever heard of, it would still be bullshit. Yeah. Same kind of shit was what you know kicked, made Drew Struis and go, you know what? I can paint my naked ladies on my own time. Yeah. I don't got anything to prove anymore. Right. I'll just do that. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm fine. Oh, God, it'd be cool if they got Struzan. Didn't they how, say? How could they not yeah. get Struzan? I thought, I thought well, they said they had. They... Did they? I don't. I, I thought I, I thought I heard. I would that. be. I, I would be over the moon that. if that was the case. I remember hearing that rumor. I don't yeah. know if it's confirmed or not. If anything could bring Drew Struzan, who's a really pleasant and nice guy, but he had had his full of that shit, back from retirement, like a, at least semi-officially, to do a Star Wars movie, it would be J.J. Abrams directing a Star Wars movie and saying, "Struzan, you've been fucked over by the photoshopped floating heads thing yeah. for so long. Yeah. We're doing a Star Wars movie. Would you? Would you please? Please help us make. Would you it please Star Wars. bring some of the pain? Yeah." We would like you to bring that pain that you yeah, often yeah. bring. Yeah, yeah. Back in back at the end of May, they announced <laughs> that uh, that Struz yeah. is doing it. Struz yeah. I mean, how could he not? Oh, this is the shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I am but, so. Psyched. But it's really interesting because what he's doing is he's doing 
two characters facing each other and it's all orange and, t- and teal. teal. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, oh. it's really gonna. Be or maybe really cool. maybe that's maybe that's still just a rumor. I see some saying he will and a couple saying maybe. So yeah. you know how the season of uh, Game of Thrones is gonna end? I can totally tell you right now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, that's right. Faldor points out that Struzan worked with Abrams on Super. Yeah, I mean Struzan, you know Struzan just has stopped being like, yes, I'll take a gig painting posters. It's like now he can pick and choose and go. All right, that floats my boat. I'll do that one. That's fun. Yeah. Shit, Bill Watterson came out of retirement to do a comic strip yeah, and no one to, noticed until after. Yeah, just to go, eh, why not? You know. Oh my God, I'm so psyched about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Now just put now that in the corner yeah, put yeah. That for in, 18 months. Put that in a box. God, and is just, it really just 18? Just keep we that box wait. Well, I know, is it? It, when, I, it is. It's Christmas They said December. Christmas 2015, so yeah. So, well, I mean, it's, oh, man. We're going to see a teaser at Christmas. The hard part, yeah, oh, yeah. certainly. The, the hard part, though, is going to be... Yeah, is, they got six months to put together a teaser. It's sad that yeah. I'm like, I mean, plenty of time, they're gonna be shooting and They're going to be shooting until September, and that was without the possible Harrison mix Ford, up with yeah. Harrison's, Harrison's uh, delay, but they, they were going to be on set till September. That was all, that was already the schedule. Yeah, but, yeah, but my they're, favorite, they're already producing the temps for the, for the oh, teaser. Oh, sure, of course yeah. they are. But, uh, but <laughs> that was my favorite caddy tweet about that, which it's totally mean-spirited, but it was, oh, big surprise, another old Ford fell apart. Mm. Oh, boom, zing. Found on roadside ditch. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Pow. Or fixed or repaired daily. Ford gets a lot of shit as a car company. Moving yeah. on. Well, and sometimes rightly so, but because uh, they're you know they're no Chevy, am I right? Come on, <laughs> my or, first car was GM. a Chevy Nova. I have to I have to fly the flag. Represent was, uh, Chevy Chevy Nova is a pretty awesome car, but, uh, and someone needs to make more movies about the Chevy Nova. <laughs> Hasn't been in enough movies. <laughs> It'll be well, a transformer. Well, uh, yeah. oh god. <laughs> so, I'm so okay if, with that. if there are any uh, loot crate uh, fans out there, so I edited a loot crate video that was a little Transformers parody thing. It was like robot and so zach finfrock uh like comes out and he's like his car is a transformer but it's a robot so it's the most obnoxious transformers ro- you know robot you've ever seen in your life and it wasn't that's, i don't know well that's, <laughs> like, a, that, yeah. that's exactly the thing it's like you know it's a complete like you know frat boy kind of a of a transformer and so and that's the whole joke is that this transformer is a terrible terrible person and it wasn't until after he was like wait a second that as a personality of an individual is still not as bad as the actual Transformer yeah. personality. The satire about how terrible the Transformers <laughs> yeah. personalities are are still not as bad as the actual Transformers in the movies. Fuck those movies so much. <laughs> which takes us back yeah, which takes us back to the <coughs> could could Star Wars be so bad that it kills a franchise? Well there's Transformers <laughs> exist in our world, so you know. And will not stop. They've will already not stop. they've already announced the fourth one's not even out yet, but they're like, fuck you, you know that it's I actually we're doing the fucking Transformers. I, I actually saw a clip for the first time someone posted on the forum. There was a clip a clip from Transformers two, which I was blissfully had never seen. Mm-hmm. And I saw like eight seconds of Transformers two and I was like, Wow, I my mental picture of what crap that movie was was not even close <laughs> to what really happens in that movie f- based on that eight second clip that I just saw. Transformers really is Poe's law of how bad movies are. Yeah. It's, it's huge worldwide. Working any language. And the fact yeah. that like, yeah, because it's, it's just pretty and it's no, and it's, it's, it, and this is changing now, but, um, up until recently, one of Would the you reasons, say transforming? one of the reasons <laughs> transformative. Oh, he looks bad at me. Ooh. One of the reasons that the, <laughs> that those kinds of movies do so well overseas is that up until recently, that getting it from us, importing it from us, was the only way to see those kinds of movies. Like now, you know, we've started outsourcing, so they've learned all our tricks, and now they yeah. can do it themselves. They can make their own crappy action movies. Yeah, now. but but up until recently, it was if you wanted to see. 
a movie with with you know uh, that kind of stuff in it. A, a, yeah, a drum set falling down the stairs. Then <laughs> you had to you had to watch <laughs> the American to, to buy American. Tra- yeah, you had to buy yeah. American. It's, and we used to have the edge on that. <laughs> yeah, we used to hold the world's edge on it. Yeah. Just like cars, we used to have the exclusive. Yeah crappy overblown movie thing but now we've lost but that. now but uh you know and that's like edge of tomorrow is not doing well here but it's doing great overseas doing very which, well thank overseas. goodness thank goodness yeah. probably um, because in other languages it has a real title like yeah. they just renamed it edge, edge of, of tomorrow is a great title yeah no it's no. not that's it's not a good title at all well, but but compared to all you need is kill okay well that's not a that's fair, not, a that's not fair that's not a great title either but i'm not it, saying i'm not saying that was a good title i'm just saying neither of those are good i'm just titles. saying the title the title is not helping but it's still i that's a there's a you know that's a whole other topic for a right. whole other podcast it's like what's wrong with you people oh dude it's like the day that i was for me i was excited like at least edge of tomorrow has passed blended at the american <laughs> box office and the fact that it took nine days to get <laughs> to that point and it feels like we're celebrating it it's like ah oh, what is wrong you know, you know what we might the next like the next major leakish thing might end up being is the title. Yeah, it's not going to yeah. be called Episode Seven. It's going to be called Star Wars something. Yeah, the creeping fear. Didn't you hear? Uh, oh okay. uh, yeah, <laughs> Kingdom of the Gods. I remember that April Fool's <laughs> Day. Valley of the I remember. I remember that. No, cool. it wasn't. It, someone is just someone just keeps trolling. Uh, well, orig- originally it was an April Fool's joke. <laughs> oh, was it from Star Wars? Just yeah. eat it. Yeah, it was Lucasfilm. <laughs> Or Lucasfilm.net or StarWars.net or whatever. That was the official news, but it was an April ah. Fool's joke. Yeah. Star Wars 7. Like it matters. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Star Wars 7. Money symbol, money symbol, money symbol. Yeah. Exclamation park. Or actually, hashtag money symbol, <laughs> hashtag, money symbol, money symbol. Yeah. Exclamation no. mark. Yeah. It, what it's going to be is it's going to be, you know how people get the like the kanji tattoos and they're like, it means peace. Totally doesn't, though. Yeah. It just means some gibberish. <laughs> they're going to translate one of those and then it's going to be yeah. like, it means I taste like monkeys. Edge yeah. of Tomorrow <laughs> is a good title for Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Dog yes. Star Wars Episode Star 7, Wars. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, Star then Wars. Works. Yeah, yes, that, that would work. Aha. I solved two problems. <laughs> Dig me. <laughs> yeah. So Star Wars, Star Wars, Wars episode seven. And then just run Edge of Tomorrow. Star Wars episode seven, Dog Park Bouncy Castle. Like, I'm still going to go see it. You're not? I'm going to see Mon- it. Monkey Swizzle Stick. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars episode seven, The Return of Jogurt Salami. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like I like them being good. Like people are people are always bothered by the titles. They're like, well, what the hell kind of title is that? And because it's always about like the really overblown melodramatic movie serial titles. I like that. I'm looking yeah. forward to hearing what kind of like stupid sounding nonsense the title is <laughs> because it probably will be kind of like well, it always sounds I, dumb. I recall you being com- the only person I knew who was defending the title Attack of the Clones at the time. Well, yeah, I only I'm okay with that. In the, in the sense, the only problem with Attack of the Clones was the fact that the clones didn't attack. Yeah, they were the good That's, guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, but I'm, that was closer to me. For me, it's like I still don't know what the Phantom Menace was. Yeah, I still. <laughs> what was exactly the Phantom that, Menace? That is the problem with with those titles. It's like you can have the title like that, but it's yeah. got to mean something. Yeah, re- you yeah. can't just say things. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that yeah. happened. You know, it's like uh, the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, the movie was about that. That yeah. was great. Yeah, yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Sure did. Yeah, they certainly did. But uh, yeah, Phantom Menace. I have no idea. So yeah, it's the Sith. That's the, that's the official <laughs> rise it's, of the Sith. It's or supposed something. to be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying that was going to be that was your pitch for like an episode yeah, seven episode title. Seven, it's episode seven. Sith. It's the Sith yeah, in that beautiful Sith. like Trajan font. Yeah. It's the Sith. Sith, no, no, Sith that, happens. Yeah. That the, brought uh, to you by Seagrams. It doesn't matter. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars episode seven by Colgate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brought to you by JetBlue. The Colgate Star Wars Hour. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, Again, man. it's all good. It's all fine. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because be a year great. later, we're gonna get to see another one. So. Yeah, it doesn't matter because Ryan Johnson's gonna make one, and you know, and the and the guy who made Monsters is gonna make one, and what the hell? And and no one's gonna let Mike choreograph. Yeah, I know. That. And where's that TV series that's got to be coming soon? Not not counting even the the Rebels Agents, cartoon, of, Je- Agents car- of Jedi, the cartoon that they're doing already, which is already well underway, is the Rebel the Rebel cartoon. Um, so you got <laughs> that going on. It's like yeah. yeah. Pop-up books and juice boxes. It's all there. It's all it's happening. Coming. And now you have all the Star Wars you want and then some. And let us never speak of this again. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to think we'll about it. We'll see you all in Oh, yeah. No, I got so 20 months. bucks that says we never talk about Star Wars again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like, we're going to go ahead and put a bow on it. Because civilization will end by the time. I want to try. I want to try not to until we're doing a commentary for episode seven. Like that's. I really want to. Again, if we can can leave you with so weird. I know that's going to be the weirdest thing where it's like. So we're going to do another Star Wars commentary. But but we are. But we are agreed that we are doing that commentary the day that Blu-ray comes out. Yes. Yeah. Like that's immediate. For sure. Right. Why are we agreeing to that? (laughs) Because what if it sucks? Uh, even then more we, so. Then we uh, got to talk about it. Regardless, <laughs> I'm not going to sign on to that pact. I, I, I'm not going to sign on site. Trey, it's Star Wars. You got to sign on. Sight I on do scene. not have to sign on. That's the beauty of the whole thing. Is I that was when I when I turned that corner in my life and like you know, <laughs> I don't have to. I don't even have to acknowledge everything in Star Wars. <laughs> Pick a That's side. So We're in Star awesome. Wars. <laughs> it's a Star Wars. Pick a side. I just you know I I've said everything I need to say about Star Wars with with my own movie. Call me Lucasfilm. You know, it's like <laughs> Ryan Johnson hasn't even made an entire Star Wars movie. I have. Yeah. Trey's Where actually I, made a Star I Wars trilogy. Made one <laughs> already. George liked it. Yeah, George liked it. So yeah, so yeah. I think you know, I'm I'm holding out for the TV series. I'm not going to get a movie, but TV series. Yes, I want to be on the TV series. Man, damn I'm it! To go pitch them the TV series. It's about a girl Jedi slash fighter pilot. <laughs> Slash here's, Valley Girl. Here's a, and it might go a little something like this. <laughs> Every time I spend any time, like I, this morning, I was like, I don't really, you know, Star Wars, you know, we'll, we'll see when it comes out. I'm not going to get excited about it now. Every time I think about it for like more than 10 consecutive seconds, I get all psyched about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm really upset by how excited this conversation is made. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I have that warm like heroin veins feeling where I'm like, yeah. Star Wars is coming. Damn it. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I was five years clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had 10 years sober. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're not getting any good Star Trek anytime soon, so no. might yeah. as well. Boy, I don't know. J.J. Oh. Abrams is busy with other yeah, stuff. Yeah, talk about... Well, okay. no, but... Can, they, we, yeah, well, can we flip on that? Yeah, yeah. because it's like, okay, but of all who, the potentially good news... Of all the potentially good news about oh. Star Wars, like, oh, wow, Ryan Johnson. Nice. Gareth Edwards, sweet. J.J. Abrams, hey, that's not even bad. Meanwhile, over at Star Trek, oh, yeah. oh. holy moly. So if if you, after Into Darkness came out, if you came to me and said, Brian, what are your top five like worst <laughs> yeah. possibilities for what directing What could be worse one? than what, what's already what happened? What could be worse than what is already Wait, happened? Wait, did they name it? I would. No. Oh. No, no, no. I, this is what I, I, was, I would have thought about and given you five, and then you would have said, what if <laughs> they gave it to Roberto Wurtzi? I wouldn't have put that on my who original. Who has five. never so much as directed traffic, as who, far as yeah. I know. Who has, as far as we know, never directed a oh, right. frame of fucking anything. You and just wanted it to be Samuel Jackson. A goddamn thing. <laughs> goddamn and thing. And has written some of the worst trashy movies of the past decade. And then when somebody, when when the random assholes on the internet say, hey, your shit sucks, he actually like gets upset and gets on the internet and fights them about it and calls them, to, you know, and just is this weird, like, immature... Yeah, lack, that's the problem. Lack of yeah. self-control thing. You know, it's like, take, uh, take a cue from Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson's yeah. reaction. Yeah. Ryan <laughs> Johnson's reaction was, was class. Was like, perfect. Yeah, you know what? No. 
Thanks. <laughs> Thank, yeah. Thanks, guys, but no thanks. No, his oh. reaction to being named the director yesterday on Twitter. Oh, yeah. oh, oh I thought you were right. referencing again how yeah. Yeah, Ryan's on to us. Uh, no, his right. reaction to us was pretty good. His too. reaction to us was great too. No, I'm not. That's I'm not even discounting yeah. that. But I'm talking about Ryan Johnson. You know, suddenly everyone was like, "Who?" and ran to see if he was on Twitter. You yeah. know, and he already had the clip from the right stuff up. Of, <laughs> you know, of uh, Scott Glenn going, "Please don't let me fuck this up." Yeah. It's like that's the spirit, dude. That's yeah. the way to go into it. Yeah. You know, and oh, but, and God. what a great way to confirm it too, because otherwise it was just going to be up in the air. Like I don't know, he didn't confirm it, so it could just be <laughs> like, "Yep." Jeremy in the chat room, I just give the whole franchise to the Dread 3D people. See what happens. Yeah, why not? Give one to them. Yeah, absolutely. <gasps> right? I want to see a Lord sure. Miller Star Wars. Yeah. 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 Why why about Ewoks. Everyone make it is work. going to make That's a Star the thing. Wars let, movie. Let the Ferrelli brothers make the comedy yeah. Star Wars movie. Just go with it. Just run with it. But the... Mm. Yeah, the whole yeah, the Orchie thing is like uh, I hope I hope somebody is we, were, we just we just did overnight. I hope somebody is covering oh, documenting man. that because oh. if anything is going to be the new overnight. Oh, you thought Boondock Saints was a thing? <laughs> Wait till you see the behind the scenes documentary about the making of Star Trek Three and what happened there. Oh my God, brace yourself. Star uh, Trek Thirteen. Yeah. Thank you <laughs> or whichever. But uh, man, I'm still psyched. So yeah, so it's like it's it's <sighs> Star Trek Three. <laughs> it's let's yeah really let's let's be grateful that you know hey Star Trek Star Wars at least they're making really interesting bold you know okay they didn't hire an Asian woman okay yeah. I mean hello internet we know about that but you know it's like but it's like I hope they do that'll they're be making great. really well there aren't any Asian women who are who are at that unfortunately that's just Jim the, Cameron yeah that's true <laughs> yeah he could just do it as a as in, in motion capture and they could turn him into an Asian woman but the Andy Circus can play Yoda. at least they're taking making interesting choices with Star Wars that they certainly aren't making yeah. right now with Star Trek. Yes. Well, and it's interesting. It's just not good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, it's in, our, interesting in the in Chinese curse sense. way. Yeah. Of, I hope you live an interesting life. You know, like, oh, that's, wow, ouch. Yes. So any hope I had, I, I had said before Ortsy was announced, if Quaron ends up getting picked for a Star Trek three and, and does it, I will legitimately reconsider my position in the existence of God. And <laughs> that would be something. The, the Quaron doing a Star Trek movie is like I'm just my I, brain. I my hope, brain explodes. I hope he does a Star Wars movie. Quaron, Quaron, Quaron doing a Star, do Star Wars, Wars movie too, yeah. could be the, the second coming of Jesus. But, uh, I think that might needless be something. to say, that did not happen. Or it might. So. It might suck balls. Yeah. but it doesn't matter. That's the beautiful <laughs> thing. Because there'll be another one the next weekend. <laughs> This is our free at last moment. Yeah. We're just so fucking psyched. <laughs> I'm psyched about what he's talking about mainly, where it's like, I don't actually have to care that much right. about yeah. each individual You are free one. not to give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine if one of them sucks. Yeah. yeah. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. yeah. It's no longer screwing with the percentages. Again, if the, the takeaway is like, Star Wars in 10 years is like Marvel movies now. That's where we're going. That's what it's going to be like. You can like the ones you like. You can ignore the ones that were stupid mm. and go on with your and life. There will be both. Yeah. Jogart Salami 2, The Dark World. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Edge of be- yesterday. I'm starting to feel like uh, I'm not going to like the Jogurt Salami series here. <laughs> I'm starting to feel like that's well, going to be the one. When they I went to the second one and it was just a retread of the first yeah. one, that really it's was a runaway disappointing. Hit. <laughs> uh, I would like to see Brana do a Star Wars film, though. That'd be really yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. The camera would be sideways the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But in space, you know, that makes a little more, more sense. Yeah. Hell, I'll watch Ang Lee's Star Wars. I'll give him the shot. Go for yeah. it. Yeah. Ooh. Neil Marshall Star Wars. I can yeah. go for that, too. Anybody. <laughs> Everybody. Joss Whedon gets a shot. Why not? Do it. There's only two things they have to do, man. Show up for work and try hard, and also not let Mike choreograph. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's in the contract. Yeah, man. They signed up for it. That was one of the things JJ, like when they, he was like, I get to call the shots here. That was one of his things. No, that was that was a condition uh, on Lucas's part when he sold to Marvel. It's Never. Like, in fact, no, they're going to they're gonna let Brandon and Nate choreograph all of them. I know. <laughs> 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 I'll, well, try and, I'll try and sneak actually, on the set. And, you'll, like and you'll, be like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. you'll be like, can I get on the set? And they'll be like, we... Uh, actually, if anything is going to kill us all as far as any participation, it's the fact that Ryan Johnson right now is in an office going, okay, like there's four douchebags who's yeah. Names I do not ever want to hear. <laughs> That's so fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there you go. But at least he's talking about it. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. In this joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, we should wrap this up. It's been an hour and 40, and God damn it. Man, I'm psyched. Okay. But the good news stop is it. we're not going to do it. this again next week. Yes. We've just talked about Star Wars for the next 18 months. Yes, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to get my 18-month chip yeah. <laughs> by the time <laughs> episode 7 comes out. Damn yeah, it. it's, it's, like, it's like someone... <laughs> and then you go walk, walk up to the box office and catch that fucking Yeah, exactly. Ride. That's right. It's like after like alcohol poisoning after a life as an alcoholic. It's like the doctor says if I have one more drink, my kidney will explode and I'll die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we talk about Star Wars one more second, I'll just keel over and never yeah. get to see it. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck yes. All right, it's cool. This has been the intermission. You can always find more episodes of other things, but also this at friendsinyourhead.com. Go to the forum. It's a wonderful community of people, and it's growing every single week. Great people. Twitter.com slash friendsinyourhead. Facebook, friendsinyourhead, and friendsinyourhead at gmail.com. Buy our shirts. There's lots of good shirts. Buy shirts. Buy a Tokes and Stokes shirt so that I can give Trey a dollar for his likeness. That'd be sweet. I'm just getting paid to exist. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the good deal. I've been waiting for that my whole life. The <laughs> website is designed and maintained by our friend Holden Hill, and until next time, my name is T. Christie. Brian Kennedy. And this has been the intermission. Thank you very much for listening. Good night, good night. Iris out. Written and directed by someone other than George Lucas. Friendsinyourhead.com. <laughs>